Whiteys, Jews, crackers, don't worry. If there's hell below, we all gonna go. It's sketched around episode hey. 37. Racial injustice. What the fuck is wrong with white people? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? <laughs> I'm here today, bro. I'm here. We have tunes.reek, but the O's and zeros in the building. Let's go. Let's go. I'm here today. I'm here to pod. I came to pod. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Kanye? What's that? Kanye said. It's just a lot of stuff running on my heart right now, man. Let's put it through the wire. Come on, the wire shuffle on only six weeks. He's a, red, he's a dog. I got all this jewelry on right now. <laughs> you can't be serious, man. <laughs> Look at where his priorities was at. I got the jewelry. That's what all that matter right now. Because this is 2000, and we and this is 2000, what two or whatever. And jewelry is more important than land. Honestly, you had a big ass chain. You just said, bro. The That's Rockefeller chain, man. We we got to get Steve a Rockefeller chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we gotta take. We got that's the next elevation of this. We gotta get Steve that Rockefeller. Like chain. we gotta get Blake a, a, a iPhone, and then we get me a. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing we're supposed to. It's a Babylon ting. It's the devil. I'm not a Babylon ting. Oh, no. <laughs> how many? How many letters in iPhone? I. I what? I, I can't spell. I P H O. Oh, why is it six? Why is it number six? Okay. Mm, mm, <laughs> How many letters okay. in Steve Jobs? How many letters? In Steve <laughs> Jobs? Come on. Two, oh, two words? <laughs> <laughs> if y'all anyway. calcified y'all penile gland on a regular basis. Why? What? <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to... <laughs> I was listening to College Dropout yesterday, and I was like, wow, this is such a great album. It's a shame the white millennials were so dismissive of it now. But anyway. <laughs> we, um, I like 808s a whole lot better. I don't know. It's just something about College Dropout I don't like. You don't like all the messages about black people sticking together and all the righteousness of staying together and all the soul beats and how the nigga sampled Aretha Franklin on his first album, nigga. No, I don't like think it. that's it. It just doesn't speak to me as all, well, you know? Well, it, spoke like, it's to, it's just, it spoke to me in ninth grade, nigga. I feel like I feel like Jesus is more universal. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he like, when he talked about free at last, free the TVs, thank God they are free at last. I really felt that. Bro, <laughs> bleached asshole, bro. Fucking classic, bro. Have no, you I'm, ever I'm, heard on sight? Oh, <laughs> great. How beats, and how the beat starts off with the wow. Man, was that? All I was telling about, like, if I if if I went to the, like this, the uh, if I went to Best Buy the day Yeezus came out and I brought that CD and I popped it in my CD player and that was the first thing I heard, I would think that I played. 
<laughs> Bam. <laughs> that, was, that had to be the sickest. Boom, boom, that, that sounds sick right there. Because that, that's it's different than like, like you know, album dropping on your phone and you just kind of press and play or whatever. Like, right. you're going to think something's wrong with either your player or the CD you just bought. <laughs> like, dang, like, like, did I cut the radio on? <laughs> Like, son, it, 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 it sounds like feedback, son. Yeah. Like, it it sounds like, like when you um have, like, a boom box, and then, like, you try to switch to the CD or, or the tape, and you accidentally go too far to the radio, and mm. the radio ain't, ain't tuned on to the right station. <laughs> That's disgusting, yeah. bro. Yeah, but um, shout out to college, college Dropout Era, yay. Like, I was just listening. I was like, wow, like, just all the rappers on that thing, and, like, Tell you could tell he put his heart and soul in that joint, right? Just, I don't know. Anyway, back to the regular scheduled um docket. Um, let's see who, where we're gonna start. Oh, so I wanted to start off with this album cover because sometimes we'll get we'll start an episode <laughs> off talking about horrendous album art. <laughs> so I ain't gonna lie, I kind of miss this, bro. I ain't look at an album <laughs> cover or talk about an album cover in so long. So I'm gonna send this to the chat again. Um. It's by an artist called Rilo Rodriguez. Oh, it's the goat joint. Called Goat in Human Form. And I also, I don't know how old this one is, but I just saw it the other day. It's by Kevo Money called Baby Goat, where it's literally a goat giving birth to him. <laughs> oh, I had, I seen this too. Yeah. I remember when this happened. Damn, wasn't that this year? I don't nah. Know no way. No like, way. The, <laughs> the Rilo cover, like, this is giving me Hobbit vibes. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> this is Zen, this is so fire. <laughs> I like the I baby going a whole lot better, though. I thought that, I thought that, because, like, I don't know if it's, like, they did, like, a brush effect on, like, in Photoshop, or if they did actually drew it. I think they might have just edited it, but it's just, it just gives me, like, a like a late, like a mid to late nineties vibe, like with the airbrush yeah. thing. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's just so ridiculous and absurd, but it's just so cool. <laughs> there is, there is like stylization to it, and it's like color unification. Like it, like centers on like the br- the browns and the blues or whatever. Right. It worked real good. I ain't gonna lie. This baby, this I mean, like this other joint though. This goat in human form. <laughs> I mean, is that the, is that the, is that the, is that the, um, is that the, uh, 40 acres and the mule logo on a cup? Is that it what that like, is? It looks like, it has something to do with this. Okay, oh, so it's, I guess, 4PF, because I'm looking at this page, it's, um, hashtag 4PF, I don't know what that means, I guess this is labels some shit, or that's like a, like, nah, bro, that's my, uh, that's my street, you know what I'm saying, that's the game, I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. That's a little baby's label. Oh, well, I, I guess you know. I, you, I guess it's a team label, whatever. That's I, they affiliated with him. I don't know. It this cover look like something little baby would sign off on. <laughs> yeah, probably was cause I did. Oh, I'm looking on cover our matters page. Let me send this. So they got something called the Year of the Goat. So evidently, the goat a, a goat has been the hot topic. Damn. Everybody like, wanted to go. Yeah, there can only be one goat, though. That's the damn. thing. So wait, that damn, son. So that baby goat joint was this year. That's crazy. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Um, well, I remember the little baby, my turn, with the goats in the background, and and I listened to it, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> yes, pool. The the deluxe version is a little better. So it's like Uzi album where his deluxe version is kind of turned to. Bro, this is a year of deluxe albums. So I'm like, all right, fucking like, Nav have that, one. We, we bringing back the deluxe. Y'all remember when niggas used to like? I don't know if y'all, if because I don't know if y'all y'all probably had iTunes then. But like when I was when I didn't have a phone yet, like <laughs> if like Lil Wayne was like, all right, here go here go the car to flow. And uh, here go the deluxe version. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got the, the CD, but I don't have the deluxe. And the deluxe has How to Love on it. Fuck. <laughs> look at, look at, look, that hurt, look at how anxious you got when you, uh, when you, when you can't listen to How to Love. How to Love, that was, that was the song for a second. How to Love was the make or break for you. <laughs> no, granted, there was some other songs on that joint that was kind of fire. Like, Blunt Blowing, that was my shit. Um, what's it called? That other song. See, I can't even remember. Oh, She Will. I love that song. John. Right. If I died today, remember me like John Lennon. <laughs> that beat's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, chill out, chill out. M-R-S-B. <laughs> Big fat nigga in the icy watch. She was in the coop. I got the hot pockets. Come on, son. Yo, shout out to uh, I think it was be on your be your own boss entertainment. I think they did a parody video of that shit. That shit was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, goat too. But yeah, it's too many goats. We can't have that many. We can't. How you gonna be the goat when you on your first your debuts? My like, I don't know none of these dudes on this cover, but little baby and um, rich the kid. Ooh, I know. All right, uh, the first one. No, sorry, the second one is Polo G. Right, the one at the bottom, the little boy in the blue. That's uh. B slime. That's uh, why that's a nigga. That, that's that's some kid I saw down the street the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he, did, he dead ass look like one of the neighborhood kids. Right. No, I ain't got no dollar. Leave me alone, bro. <laughs> you got a dollar. So broke ass. <laughs> oh homie. Did I miss? Did I miss it? Hey. Welcome to welcome to the um to the to the studio. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> wait wait. Did you just? Start, when did this start? We started like maybe two hours. No, <laughs> we started like actually, we actually started the episode maybe like 10 minutes ago. So, you ain't okay, missing. cool. Because I swear to, I was trying to remember the fucking time difference. I thought I would have to join at like eight. I don't know the time over there. I, I, I I'm thought not, I was, I don't know. I, I can't, okay. Listen, I'm listening. I'm, you know how, how, how I had the, um, the pork tapes. I'm finna drop the goat tapes. So it's like, <laughs> hey, goat, goat, yeah, stew, goat cheese, goat cheese coming, coming July. <laughs> Wait, are you oh. talking about those dudes who be who be doing like they cover art to make themselves look like a goat? Yes, like well, I know like, one dude who did it to look like he was giving birth to a goat. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. I forgot who did that. His name was like Kevo or Kev Kevo something, Money. but it looked like he was, he was giving birth to a goat, and he had his legs all open and shit. It's the goat. The goat. Oh, that's supposed to wait. 
So he's supposed to be the. Oh, is that his? Nah, mother? chill, 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 hey. chill, chill. <laughs> chill out, chill out, chill. Out. Damn, do they got college else, courses though. on shit like this, like mixtape theory <laughs> shit like that? <laughs> oh, I'm glad they put um they put a uh, Prince's Black album in. Dang, how many black albums have there been? Because Jay-Z got a black album. Um, Metal, mm. not Metallica got a black album. Prince got a black album. Prince's black album didn't come out to like 94, I think. And like it was originally supposed to come out in uh, 88, but then some shit happened and Prince was like, nah, I'm not going to put this shit out. This shit is possessed by the devil. For real? <laughs> <laughs> like it was some sign he had that he was like, nah, I'm not going to put this out. And I'm like, nigga, that album go way harder than, than, uh, than um love sexy but <laughs> whatever you know and it's i don't know if you, I, I, like if you try to like listen to love sexy because i was like i, I want to listen to this album every on every streaming site the album is one song like it's all 43 minutes of the album is in one song Damn. Yet on the CD release it's like a track list like each, each track is separated i don't know what the theory behind that was i don't know if it was like Y'all gonna y'all want to listen to this album so bad that y'all gonna listen to the whole one song. It's like a podcast episode. It's just like what? And uh, I'm looking at this video where they posted it where um James Brown's talking about the 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 please, please, please album cover and how it's this white lady at the steps. And I was like, Yeah, it's I, I think I, I had posted something about that like a while ago where it's like all these album covers by black artists where it's like white couples and shit. And like, it was wow. See, this is why I wish I was a rapper because I wanted to do some shit like that to be, to be ironic about it or something, you know, just mm-hmm. white people at the beach. Oh. Or just do like, I don't know, like the modern version would be like white kids skating. I don't know. That, that would make me sick. <clears throat> like say, like imagine, I don't know. Who's a like if no Tyler can't do that because but um (laughs) if I don't know little baby do an album and it's just a picture of some white kids at the park smoking like a hookah or some shit I don't know they gotta get vaping bro Uh, nah he better not do that because niggas gonna think that shit was serious and be like see the 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 labels they're trying to do this to the black man (laughs) so they gonna say that about anything bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk I could, about I that. could, I could breathe. The, I could breathe the wrong way. Niggas like, see, the black man air. Like, come on, guys, relax. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little while. But um, <laughs> damn, I was gonna bring up thirteen reasons why, niggas, but I think I hold off on that. Okay. Um. Oh, I got a lot to say about that shit. Oh. <laughs> Continue. All right, let's let's. He's also let's, cute, let, but fuck Winston. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, let's get to um 13 Reasons Why, or should I say 13 Reasons White? <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> 13 Reasons White is hilarious. So, this, <laughs> me and Janelle have been talking about this show for, like, for the past day. So, like, I don't know if anybody else is watching. It just it's, randomly it's, showed up. They didn't even announce a new season. It just showed up on my shit. Like, oh, okay. It's another it's, nigga died. Yeah, that show like it's crazy. Like I don't, I hate to be like oh to say oh this show is the reason why like so many suicides happen, but it's kind of true. Like oh yeah, yeah, like 
it's a show about suicide, yet there's some suicides that happened after like the show came out. Like it's multiple cases and where children have watched the show and be like, oh, I'm you know, they'll they like they might have already been depressed and they'll just get they just like push them to the or to the over the edge to do that thing. It's just fucked up. But yeah. My issue with it was just um with the beginning of it. I watched the first season and I wasn't even like really depressed or anything at that time, but that shit made me like uh it made me feel hella fucking sad. Like it really was fucked up. But my biggest issue is the fact that before they started shooting the show, they went the writers and producers went to go see some child psychologists and they specialized in uh preventing teen suicide and um, dealing with depression. And they asked them specifically, hey, we want to do a show about suicide, about this young girl who kills herself and just the story that leads around it. What should we, we not do to make sure that we don't cause trauma? Because most likely this is going to be targeted towards um, people in high school and possibly middle school. They told them what not to do, and then they went ahead and they did exactly what they fucking told them not to do. And they told them specifically not to show her laying dead with blood or anything like that. Don't show the body in a graphic way. Anything that has to do with molestation or rape, don't be too detailed or gory with it. Uh, They also told them don't show, or if they do show, don't focus on it so much of her, you know, them cutting cutting themselves, uh, Mm -hmm. stabbing. Things like that, and they did the—they did exactly what they said not to, and they had warned them this would be really triggering for somebody to see that, especially mixed with all the emotions that are going on in this girl in the show. And then, uh, lo and behold, like four girls ended up killing themselves after watching it. <laughs> that show Damn. was just—it's like now. Granted, all the- I didn't—I didn't have all like my high school wasn't like this at all, like. Cause I was just like, nigga, what the fuck out of school? Is up? But this is this you can do. Did you know this? Just some white people shit. Cause I'm like, niggas would just like <laughs> fight your ass, and then that's the that's the end of it. Like, yeah. You what you say about me, motherfucker? Let's go. All right, let's go. And then that be it. And then then we become friends. Like, that's really how shit went in my in my high school. But a lot of that, like, like the suicides and shit, and then like the, I mean, should should we spoil it or do we do we have, just the way we. Don't have to spoil it. Or, uh, I'm going Listen, to spoil man. it. I watched the whole fucking thing in a day like an idiot. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> now, I didn't watch season three. I've seen the last, the one before that one, the one where, um, season two, the one with a homeboy that looked like a plain bagel, not the main character, the other one. The... You said he looked like a plain bagel, bro? <laughs> Is that what you just said to me? They, they all kind of do. <laughs> but, I just um, want to make sure that I heard you correctly. You yeah, heard me sure. correctly. Okay. <laughs> just Wait, which season did you say you didn't see? Because there's the season that just came out of season four. I didn't see the new one. I saw the one with the um. You don't want to see that shit. Okay. I saw the last season. That's the one with the homeboy. <laughs> when homeboy was like, was like, hey, I'm a, hey, um. I'm gonna suck your dick, and then, and then he was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Re- they they did, they did, 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 they did he turn into Dave Chappelle for a second? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
So they did that. And then the dude that he did it to, he was like, hey, we should meet up another time. And then he did this in, in front of people. And he was like, what'd you say to me, motherfucker? What'd you say to me, fag? And he was like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I, stop, stop hitting me. Yeah. And that happened. And um, there was one dude that uh, he had raped this girl. And uh, this is the guy that I said looked like a plain bagel. He, he raped a girl. Yeah, Bryce. And Bagel Bryce. Bagel Bryce. Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> so, like, basically, it was that. And also, I forgot to mention, the guy that got the blowjob from the other guy, he basically is fighting with his sexuality Mark. the whole time. Yeah, and he raped somebody <laughs> with a broom. Did that was like, same school? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There was this kid in there who uh, he was kind of misunderstood, but he did some weird shit uh, too that kind of like made people yeah. kind of back off. Like he tried to, he took photo. He went to the main character Hannah. He before she killed herself, the he Hannah. would sneak to her house and take pictures of her in her room. And the pictures he took was her undressing too, and uh, her kissing one of her friends who was a girl, and the girl wasn't out yet, so. Uh, it turned into this whole big thing. But does okay. that mean that you that you go into no, the bathroom the don't. and you be like, you know, let me just grab a broom real quick, and I'm finna just sodomize this, this dude and go, yeah. to, and go to class. I don't even there. know what it was. What he did in that bathroom too was so much worse. Like I don't even know what it was that I don't remember what it was that he just went off on him for. He was washing his hands in the bathroom, and he went up behind him and mm-hmm. grabbed his head, slammed it into the sink and the glass, and then threw him in the bathroom, was wailing on him. Then he just rips his pants down, gets a broom, and shoves it up his ass. Like, oh, it was so gory. And they even showed him later in the bathroom, like, crying and struggling to breathe. And, like, he showed blood from his hands that was coming from him. Like, it was really bad. (laughs) Yeah, the show about, yeah, the show about, yeah, suicide awareness. Yeah, let's show all this. This will get your blood blowing. All in the same high school in the words of blood. (laughs) Well, one of my friends I just found out was on the show. <laughs> of course, of course. No, I swear, look, I'll show you. He's just a background extra. I didn't know he was in this shit. I'll show you. Of course, <laughs> it wouldn't be know. it wouldn't be an episode of this show if we if Janelle ain't know somebody we was talking somebody. about. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, I, I'm gonna shut up because y'all just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna shut up. Yeah, and so who else you know, bro? Like, oh, go ahead, go ahead, get it off. Okay, yeah. the black guy from the original season who was like kind of he was ignorant as fuck. He's not I don't think he's in any of the other seasons anymore. He was in the first one. They're uh, like, nah, we can't have too much diversity on this show. <laughs> we randomly uh, ran into him in LA at a like a we were at this pizza place. Yeah, one of my friends saw him and was like, Hey, is that the nigga from Thirteen Reasons? And he turned around and he just started walking out of the just running him over. Yeah, um, <laughs> I forgot the nigga from uh, that played uh, Diddy, he and uh, 13 Reasons Why as well. Damn, Derek Luke, <laughs> look at what niggas no blood for. <laughs> I know Diddy. him from that's Diddy, get him. <laughs> <laughs> Why you kill Biggie, bro? Why say that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, bro. Uh, What a name from uh, what's the name? 
uh, Annie from uh, 13 Reasons, she kind of reminded me of Kerry Washington in a way. Like, I don't know, she, like, just gives me that vibe. Like, that's like a younger sister or some shit. I don't know. I can't agree with it because I don't, I, don't, I don't watch that. Let me type it in. Great. Her name this, is, uh, this. Her name's Grace Saf or Safe. S A I F. But yeah, anyway, don't watch 13 Reasons Why. That shit okay, is, I won't. That's, uh, that, that's, that's, that was the, the point. No, no, I just no, wanted to talk about it because that show was just wild. Like, I'm just like, that season. Oh, this is the. The LOLO, the British girl, right? Nigga, what? <laughs> One of these bitches on here is British. British. Don't yeah, like that. So. She is British. She is British. Okay. But the way she was you... annoying as fuck in the third in the third season. Yeah, she was shit like yeah. I was like, all right, all right, homegirl. Why do you, why you let her? Why you let her write you like this? The newest season, I is like. So I watched it in a day because I was just trying to figure out what the hell the whole point is. It was supposed to be the final season and. The de- so the guy that Steven brought up, Winston, that that guy Monty had hooked up with, and after he gave him head, had went up to him and you know like said, oh thanks for the great time, and he punched the shit out of him in front of everybody. Like nigga, you don't do this shit. This is I am a problematic white man. And he fell in love with that nigga. Yeah, <laughs> evidently, because my gosh, how are you that protective over somebody that did that to you? Like that must have been. That must have been his. I don't know. Continue. Now, apparently, they hooked up again, but still, yeah. they did it once, and they even addressed that in the show. Like it was, it was weird. But um, the the dude, the Monty guy who was a dick, and just the one who had raped the guy in the bathroom, he ends up going to jail for sexual assault against that guy. And in there, there was a guy in there who heard that he was a child molester apparently and when he was in the shower he shivved him so that character died he died in the shower and they also blamed the death of bryce the dude who originally raped hannah on him mm-hmm. it was originally by somebody else and that kid gets away with it because his dad's a police officer and his dad was a part of it and he's white and <laughs> we'll get to that too. oh we gonna get to a lot of shit but <laughs> they <laughs> so this Winston guy comes back out of nowhere, and this is the whole premise of the freaking whole the season of uh, season four. And he just comes to the school. He's going to a private school, but he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna go to this Liberty High School because you know why? This guy that I fucked and I gave head, and even though he punched the shit out of me and gave me a two piece like three times, yeah, um, I'm in love with him, and I'm gonna figure out if he really killed him. I'm gonna find out who really killed Bryce. And he comes to the school, and that's his whole purpose. And that was that nigga's first time. So- that had to be because ain't no way that nigga did, over that over that like no. Nah. <laughs> I think so, cause then he he there there's a uh, the boy who was a police uh, the police chief's son he he uh, all of a sudden he's gay, which is not how he's been written or anything like that. So they just decided to change his character to be gay, and they start to get in a little relationship, and he like falls in love with him hella hard. So I think he just falls in love extremely easily. And, like, they they never, they talked to each other for maybe two days, and he just decided, like, I'm going to marry you. I'm in love with you. That's just young gay love in general, to be honest. <laughs> experience. Oh. <laughs> Why I say that? And, uh... <laughs> Why I say that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, the, 
it was just like the season was really overly dramatic and it took away from the topic completely. They kept showing like they the kid the kid was like the main character kept going to just doing these crazy things. He vandalized the school. Uh he broke the windows in with the baseball bat. He caused a riot. They were doing a drill for school shooting and uh he tried to attack one of the guards cuz he you know he played he played Ted a club about my C6 Mountain. He grabbed the gun away from the officer. That is a crime to sit there and take any weapon from an officer. And he took it and uh, was fighting with the officer. And then he shot the nigga, the bald head nigga from uh, Law and Order, and that was in Diver Man. (laughs) 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 He he got a gun and he shot him. He set the principal's car on fire and caused a riot to where there was like the whole police station had to come down and fight every student in the freaking streets. And then you ain't in high school yet. And um, then they're like, he walks into one of the kids who was the girlfriend of the guy who was the girlfriend of one of the she was like the only black girl on the show. And yeah, I know you're talking about. She got raped. Yeah, so she got raped by that Bryce guy. Remember her boyfriend? Yes. Who let it happen, pretty much. He was like, yeah, and, that's uh, all right with me. Just pushed him, like, he just pushed him out the room, and he just let it happen. He just sat in the hallway and let him rape her. But, yeah. Bitch-ass um, nigga. So he ends up dying. All of a sudden, he gets HIV. <laughs> He got the package. What? <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. Okay, I see. See, y'all didn't watch the rest of, uh, the end, end of Trapped in the Cause of Bar Killer. Y'all don't. <laughs> it shows. It is shows. <laughs> <laughs> package. Y'all niggas stopped, after, y'all niggas stopped after, after, after the cherry pie thing. And then y'all was like, all right, that's all I needed to see. Bruh, I stopped after that hoe was me. And I was like, all right, get out. <laughs> Package. That hoe was me. Me. <laughs> it did. Rufus. He, <laughs> he, uh, he um. Well, when that happens, he gets HIV, and then he get it progressed to AIDS really fast. That the the main character, that guy, he's so upset by it. He just decides to run down the street to a police station, and he walks in there and he's in front of like a bunch of people and cops and everything and he's like he puts his hands in his pockets and he's like whispering I have a gun and nobody fucking does anything or hears him so he's like I said I have a gun <laughs> and he's, he's like I'll fucking kill everybody I'll shoot you all and everybody runs out and the police all oh lord my baby and <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's pretending he has a gun he's going on this long crazy ass uh speech oh yeah not to mention he went to a fucking uh college trip and they caught him basically trying to rape a girl like this shit made no sense uh i don't understand what the, and he got arrested by the the college it's police like, and everything it's, it's somebody they just trying to shove every single issue relating to it was whether it's so past or, or current issues and they just trying to cram it in every single thing and dramatize and the fuck out of it yeah 
<laughs> it's like that episode of uh, I don't know if y'all watched American Soul by um about the Soul Train on uh, BET, but there was an episode where like the guy was like in the uh, studio like when they were dancing and he brought a gun in and he didn't show it to anybody, but like I was just like y'all, y'all niggas threw that shit in because of the because of the shoot the mass shootings and shit. Y'all know damn well they ain't do that shit. <laughs> like he was just like I have my gun. Am I going to bring it in here? No, I'm gonna throw it in the trash. Ah. Bro, you know how much a gun costs? <laughs> and then back then, you ain't throwing no gun. Come on. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, did this really happen? Or is he just throw this in here? It, like, it ain't had nothing to do with Don Cornelius or nothing. It was just some random Soul Train dancer. I was like, really? All right, now tonight we have a nigga with a gun. All right, y'all keep jamming. <laughs> the nigga just on stage starts shooting. <laughs> but he shoots the beat. Yeah, like when when it's his turn to get on the the soul train line, he just like pull the ham out. (laughs) You just smooth, you smooth, pull a burnout, start blasting like. It's like uh, it's like uh, I'm gonna go get you, sucker. When they was talking about how they was on soul train, and then they was kicking and knocking everybody out. Everybody was just dead by the time they got there. Yeah. Yeah, but the white phone sound like a headache. <laughs> if the, the other seasons weren't headaches before, the, with all that happening though, and that dude sitting there and like causing the riots and walking into a police station pretending as a gun, the police uh, go ahead and they talk him down, and then he takes his hands out and they realize he doesn't have a gun. That's still illegal, and he threatened to kill people. Um, they just hugged him, and they let him go. And this nigga did not get in trouble at all. If this nigga was black, it would have been over. I, I that that show exactly. irritated the shit out of me. Bro, if he would have thought about it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Bring Joe back. You ever see the Iron Giant? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a Part long time. Like, talking, where he's like he's like talking, he's like saying something to the Dean guy, and he Dean's like, yeah. And then he's like he he tries <laughs> to finish the sentence, he gets louder, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that a lot for the past couple of weeks. That's a sad ass movie. Giant Giant is a sad movie, but like the production behind it is even sadder. Like I ain't even I, ain't, I haven't seen Iron Giant in like forever. Me neither. But like the stuff the stuff they went through to do that is like to do that movie is like insane. Just like they hear about like the uh the movie they produced before it was such a big failure that like uh Warner Brothers was like ah whatever just finish it we don't care so like they kind of like it's, there's like stories of like animators going to the building to like to their job and then like the lights were off like that like they didn't like the building was getting shut down after Iron Giant was done like it was over like it was like all right no more cartoons. <laughs> They did not do good, like in theaters, or was it like? No, it didn't, and it was their fault that it didn't. <laughs> like they didn't market it. They gave <laughs> up. Let me mute my mic real quick. I'm sorry. I'll tell you about what. I... Yo, uh, <laughs> they use this so, so my a friend of my uh, so somebody oh. just posted uh, I don't know if y'all know Kid Scribbler on you on Instagram. Okay, yeah. On his uh, spam page, he, he just posted a video. He was like, "I just had a raccoon. Oh no, he just hit a raccoon." <laughs> <laughs> what? Like it's just him screaming, saying, "I just hit a raccoon!" It's on loop. <laughs> <Hit> a raccoon. <laughs> well, like he hit it like himself. 
No, he said he was driving, and the, the, I guess he said the raccoon just came out of nowhere and just, he just ran him over. But Man. why he wilding though? R.I.P. R.I.P. Man, you know what it is? He probably just got done watching regular show. <laughs> Boy in his Birkin, he in his bag now. Dang. I killed Rigby, bro. Don't, Don't do it. Me. You pissed me off. <laughs> Yeah, word, right? <laughs> Yo, that, that, was, that was a game changer right there. When he said that on, on Cartoon Network, I was like, oh! You, yeah, you. nah, niggas don't know what that did to the culture. <laughs> it was like, y'all already was pushing boundaries when y'all did Mad TV instead. But then y'all did that. I was like, oh. That was the Suge Knight moment for uh, Cartoon Network. They was like, yeah, see what y'all can do? You can do you can do a little cussing over here. <laughs> You don't have to have the uh, network making sequels, making spinoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still, still hanging on to a character that to on a show that should have ended like after the movie, the first movie came out. Talk about it. Obviously, oh, we obviously here? y'all niggas running out of ideas. Yeah, we here. We here? Okay. <laughs> Listen, but I'm here today. I'm here. I was watching. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my brother had showed me an episode, a newer episode of SpongeBob, where like, um, it was like, what was it? It was like Gary. What what does Gary do at night? And it was like, he went he went to like to the chum bucket, and he like climbed, he like crawled all the way to the like halfway up the building, went through one of the ladders, and went inside of Plankton's bedroom because Plankton has a pet amoeba, evidently. And uh, they both went to the Krusty Krab and, like, snuck in. And they just, like, ate a bunch of the food and shit. And, like... <laughs> Bro, that's not like a sex toy. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That noise? Sex toy. What? The noise that was up, I was making? <laughs> no. When he said that... Plankton got a uh, got a pet amoeba. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's a it's Sorry, a, it's, it's, it's it's a it's a sea related creature. Sea related. <laughs> I don't know shit. It wasn't. I just saw it in the show. I'm sure it's a thing. But um. Oh, that's the yeah. It's like a dog. It is, I'm just ignorant. Yeah, it's like it was like his uh that was his like dog basically. And so anyway. They went to the crust, the crusty crab, and they was like eating mad food from there and stuff. And then um, they went to like this little party that was like under that was in a, a like a wrecked ship that like all these like other animals was hanging out at. And I was like, okay, this is kind of you know this is something you know to show Gary's perspective, what he does and his on on his day to day or whatever. But yeah. then. Cause I was like, cause I was like, I was like, I feel like every time they do a new, every time I see a new episode, it's like a reference to like a something like from like the earlier seasons. And then by the time they got to the party, then guess I saw, I saw Majesty, I saw, um, y'all know, y'all know the the, the horse, the seahorse is pet, SpongeBob's pet seahorse. Oh yeah. I saw um, Mr. Krabs' uh pet worm. I don't know if y'all gonna remember that one, but he had like a pet worm, the and then. <laughs> And then there was some other things, but anyway, the the uh the dog catcher or the animal catcher, whatever the fuck you call him, he was like, "Hey, hey, what y'all doing? I'm finna lock all y'all ass up." And so then they was, <laughs> so then they was in they was in the uh the pound, and I don't know who set them free, but I I don't somehow they got free, and 
all of, then next thing you know, I saw I saw that uh that snail SpongeBob that got after after Gary left him for Patrick. I saw the the uh, the sea bear. I saw yeah. Um, I yeah. saw the snail yeah. that the Squidward had in that race. I saw like mad other animals from from different old episodes. I was like, oh okay, y'all doing fan service now. <laughs> <laughs> and there was even a part where like the the the, the uh, Fred he just jumped out of nowhere. He was like, my leg. I'm like, come on now. Y'all just. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, bro. They try, they try to go crazy, bro. They doing it for the streets, bro. <laughs> Evidently. Because I was just like, wow. Y'all just doing. Like, they, y'all was just trying to hit every note. Trying to get. Yeah. Trying to get people like me to come back in. I'm like, yo, y'all just running out of ideas. And like, guess what? You saw it, didn't you? Uh, I, my brother showed it to me. Nah, I but don't... you saw it though. It did. <laughs> I guess so. What's that? What's that? Spike Levy talking about? You dig? Show enough. Show enough. <laughs> Forty acres and a mule. Nah, I mean, by she any means me. necessary. Girl six. Son, I want to see girl six so bad. Girl six is 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 it's alright. I ain't gonna say it's a perfect Spike Lee movie, but it's alright. So that poster is amazing. Like, I want to do a piece, like, dedicated it to, to it, to be honest. Because there's, like, the last scene in that movie is kind of like, like, I kind of want to illustrate something based off of that last, last scene. And Prince did the soundtrack, too. So, like, that's what kind of kept me in. So I was just like, oh, okay, I like this Prince song. The funniest thing about the, uh, uh, the, the She Hate Me DVD that Blake has gifted me. Um, that's put is put in my presence is that there's a there's a director's commentary on it by Spike Lee, and I I just I really want to know like oh. I want to know what was going on, bro. Man, <laughs> I gotta hear it. I gotta hear it. I gotta know what was going on, son. Somebody had talked about that commentary before. I think it yeah. was um, what was his name? Um, it was on Rap Critics Podcast, not the movie one. There was, there was another one he's on. They was talking and about they, she hate me. They talked about she hate me. Yeah, they was talking about Spike Lee movies in general, and then they brought that up. And then the other guy, Muse, he was talking about how he watched the commentary, and they was talking about that scene when then when he had like stripped down, and they had to like they was looking at him. He was like, "You see, I was kind of going for slavery," and he, and Muse was was talking about how I oh uh, maybe he was, but I. He, I guess he was trying to go for slavery, but he didn't think that that's what the actual that, that, that the message was that Captain obviously, but he, but it was. I was like, well, damn. Yeah, bro. It's like the whole auction joint. They just kind of turn around looking at like, yeah, come on. It's yeah, like, wow. Anthony oh. Mac. Anthony Mac, daddy. It's Tupac, <laughs> son. Tupac. So it's gonna be around. <laughs> and niggas, still trying to get famous off of this shit. That's a damn. That nigga, that nigga said she hate me. <laughs> <laughs> so, side, 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 I'm just looking. I just looking. Um, <laughs> Chill, Blake. <laughs> no, I, that, that's what I when I was listening to um. That's what I was telling Blake the other day about Tupac and like how his impact on like some southern rappers, like how Trick Daddy's first album, he's literally just doing a Tupac impersonation. And the same thing with Master P. I can't, I can't hear that shit the same now. Like I've been thinking about it every day. Yeah, you ever been in the ghetto? Yeah, it's crazy because I gotta go to the ghetto. I'm trying to live, but these niggas don't hate me. They just wanna hate me. (laughs) All my memories, seeing brothers breathe. 
I'm just glad they don't do that thing what Tupac did with like Tupac with like like I like if you um okay. Basically he would like double up, triple up, quadruple up his voice with like it'll say if like Reek recorded a, a episode of his um of his YouTube uh, a video for his YouTube channel and like and like it's like five different like versions of him. So like if he's like yeah, in this thing, and then this thing, and then this thing. Like, 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 you know how, like, rappers do ad-libs and shit, where they'll be like, yeah, I'm doing this, yeah, 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 I'm doing this. Like, Tupac would do that, but he would be saying the same lyrics. So, like, it'll be like, if there's, like, a certain part in the song that he really wanted you to hear, he'll, like, say... There are like, like, four, four versions of him doubled up on top of each other, saying the exact same, same words. words. Like, ah, right, nigga, why'd you do that? He a wild boy, son. <laughs> like, listen yeah. to, uh... A, a, a great example of that is just listen to No More Pain by Tupac if anybody's listening to the, like, just that, just that song. It's like, I was like, why is this nigga, like, talk, telling, telling the same thing, like, five times over? It's like, you know, Ether, like, on, when Nas ad-libs on Ether, like, if I ever listen to Nas' ad-libs on Ether, that's probably, like, beside it, the beat being terrible, it's probably the nastiest ad-libs <laughs> I ever heard. Nah, son, the ad-libs on Ether is wild because it's like... <laughs> The first of all, yeah, you're right. The beat is awful. The beat is horrible. So it's very bad. Beat. The thing is, like, it's like the the libs are offbeat though. You dig? Like, it's like I will not not lose. Like, but like that's like that's five words. But there's only like the the beat only lets allows like four of those. So like. When you hear it, it's like really off center. Like he yeah, says, it's like, at like a part where like it's like, why do you put this? Yeah, here? it's like, like it's, it's a it's a it's in fours. Like the, the beat is in fours, so like mm-hmm. him doing five words ain't gonna work. Yeah, son, and he just really he let he just he could have just said I won't lose, but he was trying to do like uh because Jay Z got that um got a song on his on Blueprint. He's like I will not lose. He was trying to do that, but it just didn't sound right in the, How about in the way you Nas did it. Beat, bro? Yeah. How about you get a beat that'll let you do that? That could be like, an excuse for not using that <laughs> Something should tell you when a nigga from North Carolina from a from a, a little to unknown group at the time called Little Brother, the nigga's ninth, ninth wonder to say, hey, you know what? Nas' last album need why the fuck Nas ain't working with no real hip hop producers? Like, let me just redo this my damn stuff. Yeah, let me get bro. all the acapellas, put it out on my own mixtape. Like a true king, because Nas was doing himself dirty. You ever, was... heard, um, you ever heard nigga? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you sent me. <laughs> you label sent me. You sent me the. Uh, you told me you was like, yo, this album is good. Like it's, it's like, it like, it's like, it starts off really great and it just gradually it just got like weird. Yeah, bro. Weirder. See, that's a wild album, son. Like, it like it does at first because me and my man was listening to it. Me and my man Ed, we was listening to it and we were like, yo, is this like a good album that like people don't talk about? And then it gets to like hero, and then after that, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, like, and see, and that's when, like, I tried to, like, give some records a chance, like, when, like, definitely, because, like, when Rory and, uh, Mal, like, I guess that's the era, they, they was, like, never they, they were, like, in their young, like, they were, like, teenagers and in their early 20s when they listened to that stuff, because I'm, like, yo, y'all niggas really was bumping this shit? 
<laughs> I mean, I get because like it's like me like being such a big fan of like future stuff and like because I, I was a teenager when all that shit came out and like Rich Homie Quan stuff. Like I can tell you about all the a bunch of obscure Rich Homie Quan records that a lot of niggas might not actually like. But then it's just like I listen to like some of them records from the early two thousands. I'm like, damn, y'all niggas is really bumping this shit. <laughs> like Yo, these heard, beats uh, are not it. You heard the Black President record on nigga. The, the what? Black president, yes, it's like it samples Tupac, yes, for the chorus. And it's, it's, I was like, and it's like it's, it sounds horrible, but I can't stop listening to it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of like when niggas sample Tupac anyway in the first place. Like, it's just because I just feel like it's just you trying to be like, yeah, we gotta respect Tupac. It's obviously ain't me trying to, you know, I don't know. It's just I don't really care for that. Like when niggas like sample Biggie and Tupac's voice, because I'm like, all right, whatever. But yeah, and then it's, it's also kind of, I mean, I've heard that, that, that they squashed the beef that they had between each other, but like, it's like when Jay Z d- does it too, like when he literally like ripped me and my girlfriend from Tupac, and it's like, nigga, Tupac died hating you. <laughs> he died hating you. Like, like Biggie died died with Roots beef and Tupac died with Jay Z beef. Oh, that's a nasty bandana. <laughs> Yo, dying hating the nigga is crazy. He literally died. Like, okay, I I will give Nas sampling Tupac on Ether. I'll give him that because that was kind of cool for him to be like, yeah, like that's kind of a jab. Because that's a big jab where it's like, dang, like not even the goat Tupac hate likes you. Like just to show you how. <laughs> Shitty you are as a person, like nigga. Man, the nigga he died got hating this you from the grave, bro. Exactly. Like, like, and it's it, the funny thing about that is that album came out like in two thousand. The one, the the one where he dissed Jay Z on that uh, the, the uh, fuck friend song that was on the album that came out in two thousand. So like, the nigga died in ninety six, <laughs> and he was still catching heat from pop years later. <laughs> Hey, Jay Z won't even blow didn't even blow up like that in '96. Like, Reasonable Doubt was out, but it wasn't like he wasn't on like the the status it was when uh Hard Not Life came out. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get American Gangster. American Gangster is pretty dope. Besides Hello Brooklyn, <laughs> hey, Hello, wait, hey. Janelle loves Hello Brooklyn. I know she was. Hey, yo, you do remember? Oh. Remember? Remember when Hello, they put the album on uh, Apple Music and then Jan- like we was all talking about the songs we was excited to hear and Janelle was like, "Yeah, come on, don't sit there and say that shit." Hello, Brooklyn. And it's the funny thing hey, yo, when I, I found out. I finally listened to Hello, Brooklyn. When I finally found out what the point of that beat was, it was supposed to be a homage to the Beastie Boys song. I was like, "What? Well, even the Beast? Even that song wasn't good." <laughs> we so have a daughter. Guess what I'm gonna call her? Brooklyn Carter. You never did it, bitch. But and Blue was like, like damn, he lied. Nah, man. You um, yeah. you know what they I listened to recently? It's like the like, it's like one of the most beautiful rap songs ever made. When the last time you heard Mr. Carter from the Carter Three? Hey, Mr. Hey, Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. <laughs> so, now, man, we both yeah, it's a good song. I've been hustling. I've been hustling. <laughs> that and hustler music, but a couple of y'all probably wasn't outside. Cassidy! I'm not outside for that. 
I like um the um of what's that song called? Off of American Gangster. He sampled Marvin Gaye. I'm mad because I put it in the playlist and I don't remember the damn song name. Anyway, do you feel me? He sampled no. on Marvin Gaye, and it's funny he sampled. Nah, that's Marvin. that's that's the other American Gangster. <laughs> <laughs> How many American gangsters are there? The the uh what Janelle was singing is a song from the American Gangster soundtrack, like the film. Yeah. I think there's like three different ones. I'm not sure. So it's like oh because so, I know the Jay Z one, that, that was supposed to be kinda like when when Dr. Dre did the Compton soundtrack. I remember that. But but the Jay Z one was a whole lot better than the Compton thing. I, I listen I, the, the Compton Compton thing. <laughs> you mean detox? Well, yeah, might as well have been. De- okay, American Dreaming. That's the name of the song. It is just funny because he's like the Marvin Gaye sample. He's like dreaming about you, and he and then in the song it's supposed to be about about the American Dream. Yet Marvin Gaye's in the background talking about some. Oh no, I wouldn't give up no head. <laughs> it's like what. What was the concept, Jay-Z? What was the concept behind Hello, Brooklyn? Why did you even make that beat either? Because it's a beautiful song. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It started off nasty, too. Hello, Brooklyn! I used to ask my mom to put that on in the car every (laughs) single time. Like, no, your grandma's in the car. Man, it ain't no cussing. Put that shit on. <laughs> Bad record. Yo, turn that off, bro. Turn it off. I don't want to hear that. It's not. It's not the song. That's just me playing this. Okay. I got mad stock sounds and shit. That's the eight hundred eight stock sound. Oh. When that cowbell. Um, no, no, maybe crank out the cowbell. We're gonna be in here. <laughs> turn it to an actual. Gonna turn it to an actual song in this motherfucker. <laughs> Sound right third gonna bust through the door. <laughs> hey y'all got on this beat and ain't called me, boy. God dang. Huh man, right. Hey, bitch. Oh. <laughs> if I don't go to a Tommy Wright show is before this nigga pass, I am going to be sick. Exactly. I am like, going to be sick. Yeah. Tommy Wright. I wish Tommy Wright stuff was on Spotify. Like I don't even care if it's like so if it's if the, the, the qual if it's like cassette tape quality. I want it on the. It just play out the left ear. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we could get, dog. They burned the studio down. It was bone. The main topic, possibly the main topic of this part, this episode. Is about the current situation in America, which I say current, but at the same time, it's been it's been continuous since the dawn of time. It's better up. talk about it. So, police brutality is one of them. Racism, systematic racism, white mm. fragile, ra- white fragile, ra- fragility. Um, I can't read. I can't spell it. All right. Anyway. That and then black people not only supporting certain types of black people as well. We bring that up too. So, all right. So, where do we want to start? Well, let's start about about what happened the past week. So, or the past month, year. I get this whole year really, because um, I know the Ahmad Aubrey situation. Like that happened. Like like it, it, the media like. 
thing like happened like a few like a week or two ago, but the actual thing happened like two months prior. It's just the video didn't get out till like a couple weeks ago. And then um about last week or so, the George Floyd thing where in Minneapolis the man was um it's video of this this police officer like having his knee on the neck of this man and he's like I can't breathe and all this and he dies like right there and it's just just fucked and it's just like this shit's been going like how many times we gonna see video of black people just getting killed by police or just get like because it's just like I don't know it's just, I can't even and then it was Breonna Taylor where she was yeah. killed in her home yeah, where allegedly. Bro. Oh, this is the wrong house, and we just like nigga. What? There was this trans woman that got killed a couple of days ago too. It's, I mean, it's beyond that. Like, it's so many. Like, it's quite a few that that have got that, that have been killed since this shit has happened. Like, especially like with the the riots and the protests and whatnot. But it's just like it's fucked right now, especially with all this happening. And like in response to like all this like well first it started out as like these riots and people were like quick to be like why are you guys rioting what's wrong with you I'm like motherfucker somebody how many times we going to get how many times we going to see black people getting killed by the police until y'all actually do something I'm, you know it's just like you 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 say well why why y'all rioting it's like well how how else they going they going to get out of this anger like motherfucker is just it's, it's like that shit was bound to happen. Like it happened with Rodney King, it happened with the with the thing back in Watts. It happened when it, when Martin Luther King died. It happens. It just shit happens. It's like I don't know how else you could like. Oh, we supposed to be like we shall overcome every yeah, time that's something like that happens. It's like nah, bro. Like even like I said, even in that era, people like the people were still riding like the Watts riot shit. Like that's it, why. Yeah, that's not. It's not nothing new, man. Like, right. And we ain't gonna talk about how all them times, like how many times white people have rioted over because some lady said, "Oh, the black man raped me," and mm-hmm. proceeds to like let's like Rosewood is the biggest example of that. That shit happened in Florida, oh. like like that thing. Like they 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 try to burn out a whole town of black people because of that. Black Wall mm-hmm. Street, like just because black people was running their own businesses, and oh, because somebody said something that, that somebody might have did something, that means we got to burn up a whole entire like. The, like area of black people because of that and oh the thing in um Philadelphia in the 80s where it was just like collection of people who were like on some like now granted like now granted like some of the people that like these this is like a group of people that were like they're like in their own thing like they didn't eat meat and I think they ate I think they ate raw meat actually I don't they they had dreads and all this shit and you know black people in the community you got dreads and it's like oh, oh and you christian it's like oh you see all these black people with dreads and she's like oh what what them people crazy well y'all, y'all gonna do something about them and so what their solution was was not the people but the police and whatnot their their thing was they was gonna drop bombs on their apartments now they already had some situations with the police before like where they're like shootouts and all this shit but what they decided to do is drop bombs on the the houses that these people, that these, that these groups of people were living in, and not caring about the fact that there was other people living around these people, and the whole entire, like, block, like, burnt up. Mm. So, like, and this is the only time, at least in that time, like, it's not gonna work, the only time in America that a bomb was dropped 
by its own, like in 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 America, mm. in the eighties. I mean, like not like it happened in the eighties, like right. Shit's crazy. And, and Questlove was talking about the day that though, because you know he's from Philly, so he talked about the day that shit happened. Like he said. Yeah, man, I'm a, I was with a girl. She broke my heart that day, and I just—I was out there on the porch, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that go a bomb." Wait, a bomb? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like he That's wasn't in that. Dude. It wasn't. It wasn't in his area, but it, it, but at the t- but it did get to a point where it was so bad that he they did have to evacuate. He didn't lose his house, but it was just like you know, you might evacuate just in case. But it was just like he was just like, yeah, I'm just sitting on my porch, and I just saw it. I was like, oh shit, wait, <laughs> what's That's going on? Nuts. Yeah, that's nuts, son. Yeah, and we let's talk. And how many times white people have rioted because their favorite team lost? Yeah, bro. They be so you can't tell. So you can't tell us to talk about games that, that we can't that, that that we can't riot because because we because a literal murder a literal murder took place. But on y'all camera. can riot because yeah, on camera. But but y'all can riot because. Your favorite team lost a game. Yeah, nigga, they be turned up off stupid stuff. Like that's what that's what it really. I don't know. This is is weird. Like don't stand for the answer. They just rioted with fucking guns just because of the whole fact that the stay at home order was happening. And honestly, for me, man, it's like. It's really been coming this thing where it's just kind of like you just kind of start to see like the people that like. I don't know that you grew up admiring or that you bang with a little bit or whatever. You just kind of grew up to see that they're just like stupid. You feel what yes. I'm saying? Like I've I've seen a lot of that recently, and it's like so because a couple people where it's like, come on, cause you like not I've, you. I've right? been seeing that since probably, probably I would say, I don't know, not Trayvon Martin. I would say probably since twenty since the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. I would say, actually before that, no, no, I'll go before that. After after um Mike Brown, because this was the point when everybody was trying to say like I don't know. You remember when people was like, well, maybe if you pull your pants up, maybe you can you know uh, that thing. I started to see a lot of that too, and I was just like, "All right." I remember you was like, "I was like, all right, you saying this on Facebook now?" But I remember back in middle school, you was with every black kid you saw on site. But okay, Ooh, talk about it. Now you done moved to this all white school. You think you all high and mighty? Now, okay, I'm all right. Go ahead. You better stamp it. You better stamp it and claim it. Talk about it. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Um. Yeah, especially now I started to see like I've been people motherfuckers that been calling themselves neutral or calling themselves they 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 ever what it was just one dumb motherfucker they posted talking about some I I don't really watch the news so I don't really know what's going on but yeah I'm like what now nah, my nigga nah, listen 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 because that shit I tell you I tell I tell you a quick I'll tell you a quick story about like what happened to me one day um it started at night uh you, all right so y'all. I've ever seen um, Game Grumps before. Oh, no. So, yeah. boom. All right. The nigga, the nigga Eagle Raptor, the nigga Aaron, he tweeted one night and was like, yo, um, niggas been saying that they want Game Grumps to make a statement, but Game Grumps is a brand and it's not a person, so I'm not sure how we could go about that. And he was kind of, he was kind of asking for, he was asking for advice, but everybody was kind of like, my nigga, just 
stay that you're in support. Like, you feel me? Like, it's not. Yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like, like, why is it so hard to say that? Like, yeah, like, is it, like, is it really? Like, why? Who was just saying? Like, so look, hmm, so boom. Everybody, really everybody matter? was giving it up to him. They was giving it up to him crazy like that, right? A couple, couple people. One of my friends, Brianna, um, she had replied and she like gave it to him crazy. She gave him the business. You feel me? And then she, mm-hmm. um. One of the homies, the homie uh, Kevin Ostrick Vox from the Roundtable, he tweeted under it, and I was talking to him at that time when I was going on. So I replied to his tweet with a compilation video of them saying the N word because they used to get it off crazy back in the day. You dig? Like they used to be doing that wilding. <laughs> so my thing is, it's like if y'all could get this off on the show, y'all could get the statement off. Exactly. You know I mean? And mm-hmm. people was replying. Saying like, oh, that was seven years, seven, eight years ago. They not even the same people no more. Woody Woo. You miss you missing my point. But listen, you missing my point. It's like they could have said that seven, eight, ten, twenty years ago. My point is if you could get that off at any point in your life, you can get the statement off. Like that's not mm-hmm. what are we doing here? You feel me? So eventually he he heard everybody and was he let out a bunch of tweets saying, like, yeah, you know, we're going to make a statement, yada, 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 what happened. We hear you. We fucked up. Now. <laughs> oh, look. Sorry. Oh, yeah. my God. Janelle know what I'm talking about. Janelle know what I'm Bruh. talking about. Bruh. Hold on. After. After. Continue. Okay, okay, okay. So, I went to bed, and I get I get up in the morning, and um, so Game Grumps originally had two people on there. It was Aaron Hansen, Eagle Raptor, and it was John Tron. You feel me? And um, John left eventually, and then he got replaced with Danny. John Tron tweets saying, um, there's a lot going on in the world, and it makes me kind of sad, but uh, hopefully this makes you guys laugh or something like that. And it was a picture of a white nigga at a grill and he said that all the news is talking about is racism, KKK, and police brutality. But all I want to do is, uh, all I want to do is grill. And it was like a white nigga with a grill. And it's like, <laughs> read the room, my G. Like, <sighs> reading the room. Did you say disgusting John? Disgusting, underrated, son. Like, uh oh, Janelle, about to... <laughs> what you say? What you say? Did you say John Tron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that nigga done said okay. He done said some shit before. I don't oh, I don't know. Oh, nah, nah. Trust and believe. I know. I was there for all of that. Yeah, he was outside. I there. just thought about that. I was like, man, said, I remember um, all that shit. That nigga said he said, uh, what do you say? He said He said some anti It was like it was like rich it was like rich blacks commit more crimes than uh poor whites or some goofy <laughs> like that. And it was like he, he, he was, was going on a, he was on a, he was on a rant. Like, blood was, like, pulling up statistics one night. Like, he was turned up. And everybody was like, what are you doing? Where <laughs> like, did this well, come from? Yeah, like, you're supposed to, you, son, you're supposed hey, yo, to just play your bitch? video games, bro. <laughs> Nigga, you should have no, sat no, down. Remember, white, remember that white lady? Remember when that white lady told LeBron James to shut up and dribble? Oh yeah, God. we gotta we gotta start we gotta start doing that to the white niggas. You feel what I'm saying? Like John Tron. <laughs> you know that whole goes, thing with the uh, Drew Brees. Just shut up and play video games. Yeah. <laughs> hey nigga, but shut you... up and do your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know that whole that whole shit with Drew Brees. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. So, I was supposed to. I don't. What what happened? I don't know what any of that is because I was supposed he, to look into that. He, but... Um, I don't remember if he was asked or what. He just brought. If he was talking about the whole thing with the American flag, and he brought up that whole shit with Colin Kaepernick again, and was saying that uh, it's disrespectful to uh, sit there and do anything against the flag. And he was basically denouncing uh, uh, Kaepernick. And um, he just brought that shit all up over again. And then somebody from his team, uh, I think it was Stephen Johnson, or uh, he said that he put a video out to him, directing him to, like, you have really disappointed me as a teammate. This is not, we have said this over and over again, this is not about the troops or anything like that. This is about black lives, and you have continued to ignore this, and now you're even aiding the president. Now... Donald Trump tweeted it in support of him, but then I guess that with him saying that, like a day or so later, he he came out and he said, you know what, I talked with my teammates and people who know me, and I realized that I was really wrong, and I apologize for bringing that up, because me bringing that up just set the community back even more, because people were using what he said as an example. We see, hear you. See? We fucked up. <laughs> and that same bitch who sit there and said, shut up and dribble, when she was they were talking about it on the news and mm -hmm. that got brought up. She was like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's a human being. He can say it. He can say what he, he's on his mind. So, and everybody was like, well, bitch, what the fuck was the difference with LeBron James? See, that's my, like I, like I just said, son, reading the so room he, is disgustingly underrated, son. Like, I don't think they How the fuck you gonna act talk me on my Everybody just needs to read the room. I need exactly. everybody to read the room, son. Like uh, Pixar, I need, I need, I need Pixar, I need Pixar to read the room. They can't drop that movie where the black man dies and turns into a booger. They can't drop that oh. no more. Right? <laughs> so can't. They Yo, can't I'm put it out no more. Read the room. Yes, son. Just read the room. Can't put it out. <laughs> you, uh, I'll pop up in this live and tell them. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, also you shouldn't lie about you being a black business, a black owned business. Excuse me, you shouldn't lie about that either, because niggas well, are not about being a black owned business. Oh my god! Okay. Expand, expand, Janelle, because I know what she's talking about now. What happened? Okay, we so there's this, oh. there's this, <laughs> there's this clothing <laughs> line called Baby Doopy, and they post like that. If you look at their website and if you look at their clothes, I will send you the page or the link now if you look at it it is all like directed towards black families and black children like the it's like, like the, profiting the, off of like the designs on the, the shirts same, are very hip-hop-ish yeah they even have books where it's abc and it's like a is for andre 3000 b is for biggie you know they and it and it plays off of uh they have tupac shirts for kids and babies so i came i know of them because uh, I want to say in December, I had an email conversation between the owner and uh, was talking about sending me a care package for Janelle and doing something where if she, you know, she posts a picture or I post a picture for her of her wearing it, then, you know, like they, they could continue like a promotional thing. Then they could continue to send clothes because they had cute clothes or whatever. It's free and they cute. But the person I talked to in the email said her name was Savannah and that and she the the I don't know how it got brought up, but she would said something about like, oh, thank you for supporting us. You know, we're a small business. They're not a small business. And you know, like being black owned. I fucking remember that. I have the email too. Now, 
this comes out where it says they post the now all of a sudden she I'm glad I haven't posted anything of her wearing it yet. They sent me stuff that's like 24 months. So I'd had to wait anyway. I threw that shit away. They sent this post. They put this post up um, about two days ago. And it says we fucked up. We hear you. We are with you. And it's this long, I'm not even going to read it. <laughs> it's so long. Because it was so long, he had to do it in, in a, he, had, he didn't even in a, write in a a comments. And it was like four comments long, and they're like paragraphs. Yo, and he a he movie. Just, <laughs> basically, what happened was, um, there, there are some comments I've noticed have been deleted before. But this is, this. so he basically fucked with the wrong one this time. There's a Instagram user by the name of Mr. Chris Classic and he has 127k so this Yeah, time he got actually, he got a little bit of clout. Yeah, he had they he they had to address it this time. This is what he said. Um dear at baby doopy, you dismissively blocked my wife on Instagram because she asked if you were black owned. She hasn't yeah. even told me herself. I'm in the parking lot of the grocery store getting food for our daughter when I happen to see her post. I understand internet petty, but then I looked at your account. I wanted to know for myself. And you are not. You're Brandon Vaughn of St. Joseph, Missouri. I thought you said yeah. Brandon Chris. Your photo is on the second swipe. Your adorable clothing brand is completely appropriating black culture. Just because you grew up loving rap music doesn't give you Seth Rogen privilege to benefit from clever Seth Rogen. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's a new term. That's, the, that's Seth Rogen. We, we got to make that. Like, like how they Seth have Rogen virtual. Privilege. Is that the name of the episode? <laughs> and, uh, and market them for profit. Looking at the few accounts you follow, seemingly all mixed black and Asian children, I'm wondering why. Are they the perfect, ambiguous, multicultural blend of features you're seeking to appear inclusive and diverse? I'm wondering why you left Baby Doopy out of your portfolio on your website, the office of visualcommunication.com. This nigga got pulled. He found out everything. He found. He found. He, even he found got his receipts. son's name. He's his brand is they said, clever. I want to see the receipts. He said, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> your brand. And it's true. Like, this guy deliberately hid that the fact that he was white your brand is clever my wife apparently wanted to purchase a shirt for our daughter i'm certainly not knocking your command of graphic design witty ideas based on hip-hop and slang and clever in your case hands off branding you went from an etsy idea to instagram with thirty-five thousand followers in a year but not being black is okay not being black and hiding it due to guilt of appropriation and culture vulturing is not okay. You mm. should be cautious of who you dismiss. I understand why you blocked her. It probably eats at you. Cringing and praying no one ever asked you, especially during moments like this. Well, the day is here. You failed. You fucked up, motherfucker. How many, of, <laughs> how many other people have you dismissed? This is not about the sole fact of you being non-black. With a name like Brandon Vaughn, I'm sure you're reminded every time you Google yourself. It's about you being ashamed. I'm here. I'm here today. I'm here. It's about you being ashamed of it because you know what you're doing is wrong and you have no receipts. You can love hip hop all you want, find a better way to be an ally, and for God's sake, teach your son Miles to be one too. You have 24 hours to do something. Miles. He said, he's... <laughs> You got the guns, and... bro? Where the gunshots at? <laughs> From that, I ain't got the guns. 
basically, I've seen some comments like this before, but I never ever seen them reply. If you ever were to ask them, he said in his explanation, all he did was respond on the Instagram. Apparently, he got on a phone call with the guy, and he wouldn't get on it with his wife though, only with the husband. And uh, every time somebody asks if he is a black-owned business, then he gets he doesn't like that. He thinks it's ignorant to ask that, so he blocks them and he bans them from being able to purchase from the site. And that's the reason why. My issue with it too is I emailed them, so I I don't think they're gonna respond. They still haven't responded. I emailed back and I let them know like uh, I'm really disgusted right now because when I talked to you, you said that your name was Savannah, and um, you said that and you you said that you were a black woman and like this is you know uh, this this whole idea that you presented to me in the email and when we talked was is not the the case now it's not really just oh you fucked up and i'm I, like i i was hiding the fact that i was white you were lying about being black mm. and if you look at this he is definitely appropriating Jeez. black culture and then if you look in his so-called apology he just talks about himself loving baseball and shit forever he compared himself to scrooge mcduck um, you know who Scrooge McDuck no is? And he was saying about how, uh, oh, and also in his statement, he was saying about how he was not going to respond to the Black Lives Matter thing and everything that's going on. He didn't want to bring that up with his business. And that's what pissed people off, too. So it's like, first of all, how could somebody asking if you're a black owned business be offensive? That's ignorant as fuck. That's just a common, uh, a common thing, because most businesses, if they're black owned, they say it proudly. Yeah. They have it there. It's like a and selling it, point, it son. About, it says something more and not just a picture of a black woman. You lied. And two, <laughs> if you really don't have a problem with black people and like you aren't misappropriating the culture by, you know, marketing off of off of them, then how come you um Go ahead, Janelle, you got it. Come on. Take your time, baby. Girl, that onesie ain't worth it. Now <laughs> Then how come uh, not, would you lie about being black? And also, why would you sit there and uh, say you're not going to bring up anything about Black Lives Matter and uh, just say that you're not you don't want to be involved in any of that? If you really do support the brand or not the brand, but you really do support the culture, why wouldn't you probably even just it, it don't hurt just to post something about, you know, saying that we stand for all for black lives. Exactly. That's all it takes, bro. Niggas went off. They had a uh, 36k. They are now down to 21. And that was oh, in two days, and it just keeps going down. So you better, we'll better, better he donate. Hasn't responded since his little fake ass apology. <laughs> you better donate. What? They said they better donate. They better give all them clothes away for free. Yeah. So I, I sent them an email, and I was just like, um, I wasn't coming at them aggressive or anything, but I said like, you know, I was really. Like misled in the emails and everything, oh. and that's my issue. So, let's, and then I let them know don't to send any more care packages because I'm not going to be supporting that shit. Let's, they lied let's about go, where they were from too. Let's go back to when you talked about how he he saw that people asking was that a black owned businesses and he find that disrespectful. See, that's the he thing. found it offensive. He said because because the thing is like what you this is where the disconnect comes in especially when you you're such a oh i love hip-hop and i love black people stuff but you don't you don't see that point and why black people are asking they're asking that because there is a lack of 
of be, of a lot of black owned shit and like and like a lot of the major stuff. And that's why black people are mm-hmm. trying to like, especially now, are trying to find black owned businesses to support so they to can support. get somewhere up there and they can like feel good about yeah, I bought this from a black owned company and I feel like they would you know, it's I'm doing something to help my own people and so that's why they're asking that because and this that's why you have pages that are dedicated to pointing out. You know, okay, if you want to go to this, here's some black-owned businesses in this area. There's some black-owned restaurants in this area. Like, especially now, like, I've seen a lot of, like, people post about, like, black-owned restaurants and stuff to support and what, you know, if you're going to loot, don't, 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 don't fuck up this black-owned place. Because, like, there's a video of Uh um, this black, like, from the L.A. riots where they destroyed this guy's business and he was just, like, you know, he was expressing, you know, his his his, his hurt well, I mean, that he felt. I worked hard for this. Yeah, but like, that see, that's the disconnect right there. Where he doesn't understand that that's why the people are asking if this is a black owned business. He's just like, why are you, why are you guys worried about race? I don't see There's color. There's another reason why too. They were. Asking. I don't see color. I can't uh, tell you how many motherfuckers <laughs> I don't see on Facebook with that shit. I had to see somebody. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, see color as one of the most disgusting things you could tell. Because that's why I said, because I was like, I said on Facebook, I was like, oh, y'all don't see color, but you, so obviously you don't see the, the, the fucked up shit that happens to the people of color. Mm. There so was another reason, color. though. Fuck out of here. You know how uh, businesses, so a lot of other, so there's a lot of like popular little like um, self owned like uh, black. Uh, kids and toddler clothing businesses on Instagram, and they have a great, a pretty, a lot of them have a pretty good following. And what they've been doing recently is that they're saying they've been making these posts saying, "Hey, thank you guys so much for supporting." And also, here's a list of other black-owned brands exactly um, that have great clothing, and like you know, go ahead and support them. Uh, if you guys want to uh, help out with uh, some of them, I've even been saying, like, if you donate a certain amount to, to Black Lives Matter, any of these organizations that they'll send you like a free onesie or anything like that. So it's been something like that that happened. The wife, she um, had to. So she ended up having to private her Instagram because he put something up. The owner put something up on the story about her and then he had to take it down. And that's when he had the conversation with the husband. But. One of those, <laughs> one of those businesses, they had, um, they put that, they put Dave, well, it was two of them. They put Dave, Baby Doopy, that company, in that list and on that, on the, um, the little flyer that they made saying that they were a black owned business. Mm. So people, that's when people, more people were commenting too, saying like, wait, are you actually black owned? Cause I don't see anything about you or black owned and then he even says like oh i didn't hide it one of the models that's pictured mostly on the site is white and is my son but you didn't state that there's a bunch of different models who do that yeah that's Plus, like that's not have, really you take a picture we'll post you so who, how are they supposed to know yeah that's not that's that's weird context bro like i i don't how am i supposed to know that's your kid my nigga like i don't right especially in the about there was a picture of a black woman it's gone now it doesn't say anything this is basically the plot to LaQuisha. <laughs> it is, bro. That's nasty. That shit came out last year. Yeah, that shit really did come out last year. That shit Boy, it was insane. ahead of his time. You dig? Show sure enough. Exactly. <laughs> That's two things you don't do. Don't cut I'm t- the I'm telling you right now, I'm about to get dig and show sure enough you all to death. <laughs> <laughs> Just a disclaimer. 
But yeah, that pissed me off. And uh, Janelle lost the brand deal. <laughs> Janelle Dang, lost the brand deal. You gonna fuck up my bag, ain't you? <laughs> Damn it, Baba! Who the fuck gonna pay for these cookies now, nigga? So, so you, so you gonna be like Judy's mama on a uh, on Family Matters and mess my my bag up, and now I ain't on the show no more. <laughs> Chase a bag. Don't worry about what I'm, I'm doing. doing. Don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> nigga, where's the meat? They try to exterminate the Asiatic black man. All right. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I know who Diana Williams is. She's a um, she was a radio DJ. I mean, she was like a radio host for like the longest time, and um, like back in the day, she um, she's also an artist, like consultant now. And um, so she did. Uh, she did. She was like an artist consultant for like uh, Little Kim and many, many other, like I think Q-Tip and some other people. Basically, an artist consultant is like they're like, uh, hey, if you're going to do this interview, if they ask you this, you say this. If they ask you that, you you say that. Or before they even ask you that, you bring up that topic or whatever. So she's been doing it. Like she still does it. And uh, I found out that she, she she said that she was supposed to be for Kodak Black, but she walked out on him because he was so fucking disrespectful to her. And I, mm-hmm. I want to, anyway, yeah, I, I just brought that up because I just thought that was interesting. She was talking about like, yeah, I did this, uh, this person, this person, and then she brought up Kodak Black. And I'm like, wow. And who the fuck bring me this little sorry ass PR manager? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't like she a legend in the industry or nothing. I'm a still disrespectful because she a black woman. <laughs> Free me. Even though I look like a sambo. That nigga said, said, free me. (laughs) Free me out of here. I feel like I have the right to say that that nigga look like a sambo now. So since he want to disrespect black people. Anyway. Anyway. Well, anywho. Yeah, I don't know why Florida nigga. See, I've tried to defend Florida, but I can't help y'all no more. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sometimes you just gotta be like, hey, <laughs> y'all niggas love Kodak so damn much. I don't know why y'all love Kodak. I'm happy you finally gave up. Blake been <laughs> holding the post on Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Hey, bro, I got some shit to tell y'all. God all y'all, damn. All y'all yeah? Got, yeah, all y'all we got here is today? Uh, the Commodores and Lionel Rich, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> just, just give it up. We here today, bro. Whatever you got to say, bro. What's the matter? Bro, there's this uh bar that's there, and the guy was like saying some off the wall shit. I don't think he owned it, but I think he like is co owner or some shit. And he was like, Yeah, protesters, blah blah blah. I got the glizzy for him and blah like he I'm just I'm just being black saying it, but he was like, Yeah, I got guns and I bear my arms and black this, black that. And everybody was just like, you know what? Fuck this bar. And everybody's like, fuck your bar, you're gonna fucking fail. And everybody's just like giving him all this shit. And then guess who comes to save the fucking day? Who can Candace Owens? She's like, Oh yeah, I fuck with him. Hey, here's a GoFundMe. They raise more than 10k i think it's 100k now they raised more than 100k for this nigga in a hour you know i found out that Candace i think that just made me physically ill <laughs> you know i found out that Candace Bro, she went on facebook her. and did a freaking uh facebook live and she was sitting there talking about george floyd and saying like i can't sit there and allocate or you know sit there and uh defend somebody who was a thug and was doing drugs 
And that's what she was saying. And there was nothing but white people in the comments saying like, yeah, you tell it. I would have, man, you should run for president. I would vote for you. Can you clean my house? <laughs> yeah, they clean yeah. my house. <laughs> yeah, we see what happened to the last black black person that ran from ran Republican trying to run for president. Ooh, I'm looking at you, Herman Cain. <laughs> Smoke. I don't think it was the last one, but I'm just saying. I remember Herman Cain because that he, it was just like it was like white people like yeah I like Herman Cain yeah I like Herman Cain and the next thing you know he was, he sexually assaulted me in the car and he was very inappropriate with me and he's like oh oh never mind damn just to get came out and said he benefited off of black, black culture yeah I saw that <laughs> who said it. Justin Bieber posted, I am inspired by black culture. I have benefited off of black culture. Yeah, my we know that. A black yeah. man discovered you. And you said this Everything name. inspired <laughs> by black culture. I com- am committed to using my platform from this day forward to learn to speak up about racial injustice. Good. Stop saying nigga. One I'm less lonely nigga. Listen, yeah, man. All these celebrities, celebrities, whatever. These celebrities, like, they not even... Some so a lot of these celebrities not going as hard as like some of these children brands, son. Po- Pokemon, <laughs> you dig? They yeah. donated like two hundred thousand dollars, son. Did you know that Lego said that they not selling the the police sets no more? What? I didn't know that. They going Let's crazy. Go. Let's go. <laughs> like, hey, we want that Ben and Jerry's treatment, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, let's talk about celebrity reactions. See, this is why in my post I said, don't be looking at these celebrities like they're going to help your ass because they damn sure ain't. But um, nah. well, at least most of them, man. there might be some good ones out there. But uh, let's just point to uh, our black Spider-Man. Um, uh, Mr. Silver, get down. Come on, Mr. Get be. Down. Mr. Rizzo. I mean, not Rizzo, Raycon. <laughs> Not now he's saying to Kanye uh, faked his whole relationship with Donald Trump to free innocent black people. Hey, chess. That's all I'm going to say. Chess. Because everybody and their mama saying that shit. Blake. 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 Don't play with me, bro. Do not play with me. It's chess, bro. I, I've been with him all all this time through all the struggle. Oh hey, yo, head. fuck Blueface, uh, too. Because he, he, went, he was making jokes about George Floyd's death. Who? Blueface. What'd he say? He went on his Instagram uh, live and he was like, he went up to a jewelry store and he asked for the George Floyd, uh, he asked for the George Floyd Black Lives Matter discount. Wow. Can I get the George Floyd discount? And he's sitting there laughing about it. Did you see old girl? Wait, I didn't mean to press that. No, he didn't didn't get shot, bro. It's okay. Did you see um, old girl that was like, her her name's Tokyo Jits? I saw what she did with the. She was uh, wrestling with her cousin or something, and she said, "Don't George Floyd me" or some shit like that. And she was like, "Oh, George Floyd, the fuck out you!" And I was like, "Bro, you have not even been like you just finna pop, and you already ruining the shit, bro. It's ruining it. All that. that, that. They they would say that. Weird that like people kind of like. It's weird that people kind of get that kind of stuff off without like. Any kind of remote, like even like what Steven just did, like how he just like pressed the 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 gun thing, and he immediately was like, "Oh wait, I mean that." It's like he didn't even get shot, but he still was like, "I don't think you know what I mean." It's like, yeah, 
It's just like, like, like a normal shit, like, being oh, thing shit, to do. You know what? That was wrong. It's like that's like a normal human being thing to do. See, but like yeah, the thing was, I was like, I was if I was gonna press it, it was attended at Blueface because because that's fucked up for what he did. But like, yeah, I, I didn't even realize that that reference. was just an issue with the gunshots. I'm sorry, I wasn't I referencing the George Floyd thing yeah. at all. But um, yeah, and uh, who else? Um, I saw this tweet, and it was a uh, I don't know if y'all know Santana or the rapper that got shot. Oh out. my god! Somebody yeah. no. <laughs> Old ass photo shoot. Chill, bro. Chill. But I was sick. I was so sick when I saw that shit. But no, there was another one where like it's a it's a video of him dancing, and somebody said that's my daughter and her uh, trying to do her tribute for black people. Oh no, that's been a long ass week, bro. She did have her son shucking and jiving for George, bro. I was like, <laughs> yeah, bro. I go on, like go on, all, bro. I can't stand my daughter. She's like Basquiat did that. Rodman did that. Where my black card at? Pac, I did that too. Mike, kinda. He was he was acting funny. He wouldn't eat my ass. But Kane, I Kane, bit that cane too. Uh, vanilla ice. Uh, <laughs> we can go on. <laughs> I'm blacker than you. You know some shit that I hate that they say. I don't care if they're black, white, yellow, green, purple. I'm like, you know damn oh, well Lord. if you see the, you know yeah, damn well when if they, you see when the they start nigga. when they start when they start getting off the dog colors. <laughs> the dog <Doug> colors. <laughs> You know damn well if you seen a purple nigga, you would be like, "Yo, this ain't it. I want to kill him." <laughs> See, when they was talking about some blue lives matter, I was like, "Nigga, nigga, the only that's why I tweeted out. I said, shout out to the Smurfs, Man, bro. The only blue lives I know. Blue love. Them, them the only blue people I know in my life. Hey, hey, hi, Somebody gonna use it. Huh? It's definitely. <laughs> It's definitely some blue lives that matter, but none of them are cops. Ooh, you dig? Show sure enough. Listen, listen, I told you, Blake, I'm here today. Yeah, you dig? A vengeance. I'm here today. <laughs> uh, I definitely want to shout out some of the... I, I didn't really want to do this, but I think I should, because some of them do, do did really, like, go out their way to, like, really you know, support black people. But I want to shout out to someone. I ain't going to name names, but I just want to say shout out to some of these white artists that have taken out the time to actually, you know, acknowledge and support and tag and give out information and sign petitions on what they can do and, and, and give out information on what how people can help in mm. this time that we're in right now. And I just want to thank y'all for doing that shit because... I was I was a little surprised. I ain't gonna I was surprised. I ain't gonna lie because I, I don't really expect that much. Just the way and by the way I grew up, I just didn't expect that much out of white folk. But ha, I I thank y'all for that. Some of y'all for that. Some of y'all, not all. Some of y'all. Feel yeah. Y'all know who. Thank y'all you. Are. Thank you, white people, for thank you, doing what you're allies, supposed to do. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for having common sense. Thank you for yeah. for actually understanding, not being a piece of shit. Is the one that was kind of, I don't want to say it was deaf, and but some of the songs they played <laughs> in the documentary were definitely some jams. Ooh, okay. Anyway, mm. <laughs> I just got it. 
you, uh, you, uh, I'm out there, I'm out there. How can I, can I block you on here? I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have started to segue that because this is a can serious I block, topic. Can I block you on Skype? No, we have to finish. Okay. Is that something anyway. I can do? Is that possible? Anyway. <laughs> so, um. This nigga is crazy. So, Mr. Um, Mr. Russell Simmons, the, the, the founder of... <laughs> yeah? No, nigga. I was just joking. Last day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Mr. Mr. Russell Simmons, Mr. Me Too. Um, he's literally Mr. Me Too. Mr. That Worldwide. Nigga, <laughs> it's the worldwide. Um, so hey, I watched a, So recently, a documentary came out about him called "On the Record," where um, one of his um, main victims, uh, Drew Dixon, who was a um, a and R Def Jam for like a, a, a quite for like a little span of time, and um, basically it was about her story and how like with her impact in hip hop and how her like like presence and like how at the same time like she was doing all this great shit she ended up getting uh getting pushed away from it because of what's happened to her and basically what happened to her is she was raped by Russell Simmons oh, and yeah it was I watched it like like a few hours ago on HBO Max so I watched it and uh now, first, before all this, like, some stuff came out about Russell Simmons, but obviously he denied all of it. He talked about, in the beginning of the documentary, it starts off where it's like, it's like, she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm trying to find this thing and blah, 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 blah. And then she finds it, and it's actually, and it's a Junior Mafia demo. Y'all know Junior Mafia, that's Biggie's group, Lil' Kim, Lil' C's, all them. And so Junior she pulled Mafia. it out. And so she pulled it out. She was like, yeah, I remember Biggie handed to me this and all this. And we was cool like, and all that shit. And like, he was like on the street hustling at the time and blah, 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 blah. And then it starts off. And then she talks about how she always loved hip hop. And she brought, brought up the fact that her parents were politicians. And her mother was like the, was like a mayor, the mayor of D.C. At, and, and, at the time. And then how she loved hip hop because of like the politics and the activism that, that was in it and all that shit. And so that's, and then she started to think about oh, what what it like inspired her to become an A and R was she was um after her mom won the election she was a uh, she was hired to like to find the talent for the for like the the event they were having and she got like a I forgot the name of the group one of the groups was uh Big Daddy Kane but it was like some other like DC groups that were famous at the time. And so she, that's when she what really made her be like, you know what, I want to do A&R. And so then somehow she got in contact with Russell Simmons and like they were cool and then all this. And then um, she got cool with um, with, the, with the, the people, the crew over there, Def Jam. And one of her first things to do was to find the talent to, uh, was to basically make up the soundtrack for a hip hop documentary called The Show. And so the um, like a lot of the acts that she got, like she would call like different acts from different like areas in the United States, and she actually helped uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony get on too, like because they were on the soundtrack and they even shouted her out because they was like, yeah, thank you for calling us, because they was like, you wait, you want us? 
you 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 want us and she was like yeah she said oh i'm glad you called us and not them niggas in memphis anyway oh no <laughs> uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> and uh so she received the plaque for that she got paid for it and then she started balling and the thing she brought up i didn't know this so y'all know um you're all i need by uh by a uh, method man and mary j blige right yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, she helped coordinate that whole thing. So basically, it started out like if you know, listen to the um, Method Man's uh, first album, the, like the verse he lays was, was like on the interlude called. Uh, it was kind of like a little interlude track that was on the album, but she but she heard it and she was like, "Yo, that'd be cool if you did like a make made a whole song out of that, like and got like a did like a duet type thing," and then um. They uh, she talked to Russell about it, and then Russell was like, well, "Why don't we get married?" And then they hit up Diddy. I know reason why Diddy. Um, <laughs> so Diddy. Diddy was like, so then they told Diddy, and Diddy was like, "Yeah, that's a great idea." And like they started, and then he came up with the idea. I was like, "Yo, what if we like sample uh, you're all I need to get by' by um, what the what's the, um, by Marvin Gaye and Tim Terrell?" And then he said, "Start." Uh, he he told her Drew to start singing the. The line, and she started seeing it, and then he and then he started imagining that against the um, the uh, what should we call it? Uh, children's story by um, Slick Rick, like that beat, and then he was like, "Yo, we, yo, this is it right here." And so she basically like she was a part of like helping like coordinate that whole thing, and they got that thing together, and that became such a big song, especially at that time, and then that became like one of her credits, and she got and she got a plaque for that as well. And that was like one of her big moments. She she did she a and R for like a lot of other like records and stuff. She helped like Red, Method Man, Red Man do some of their do a couple of their first records together and all that. And it was really because you know I'm a hip hop you know I'm love you know I'm a hip hop band and all that. So I you know that I found all that shit very interesting because it starts off pretty like yeah hip hop this and this and this and then it takes off. It's like it's like it goes that like it just goes downhill from there. Cause mm. not down here on like as a bad documentary, but it's just like the the story, like like yeah, how yeah, yeah. like how her life went down here after that. So then Russell uh, started harassing her a little bit. So what he would do is, and then after that he would like what he started doing later is he would take her into a closet and try to kiss her and all this stuff. But then she would kind of run away from him. The fuck? Yeah. And then it got to a point one time where he would like come into her office and he exposed himself. This whole shit. fucking dehydrated <laughs> Yeah, he so he um would harass her and all this shit. And then one time she was walking like she happened to walk by his uh apartment, like like the place he like by the he lived in an apartment or whatever, and she happened to walk by where he was at. And uh, she was, he was like, "Hey, a big star like you, why, why are you walking to, your, to your, why are you walking home?" And he, she was like, "And you know, I'm just walking home or whatever." And he was like, "You know, I'll get you a car or whatever. I'll, I'll order you a car or whatever. You know, just before niggas had Uber and shit." So, <laughs> yeah. And so he did. He ordered the car, and he was like, "She was like, well, I can wait for it outside." He was like, "Well, why don't you? Yeah, actually, you can come in." And she was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna stay outside." He's like, "Why?" He was like, "Well, I got this demo I want you to listen to," and you know, she was like, "Oh, demo. You know, I'm I'm all about you know trying to find new talent or whatever." So she go in the house, and then he's like, "Yo, the the CDs in the uh the stereo in the stereo." And he's like, "She's like, where the stereo?" She's like, "It's in his bedroom." So she she go in there nah, trying to find the shit. 
She turned around. The nigga is butt ass naked. And then, mm. and then she, and then she got, and then he got what he got out of her, and it was fucked up. And I was like, wow. Uh, oh. And uh. she was he with Kamora at the time? Who was he with Kamora at the time? I, I don't know. Boy, they didn't, boy ass. they didn't mention that, but they just talked about how she basically talked about how that like messed her up, like, and then she she still worked there too. Cause like you know, cause she was just feeling like you know how I'm a, how I'm gonna go against Russell Simmons. You know, it's like ain't nobody gonna believe me and all this shit. And they talk and they brought up a point about how um, you know like the whole thing about cause she cause she brought up a, a she brought about a, when she when she was on her senior year in like college and how the uh, the whole if you know about Anita Hill and the Clarence um I don't know his last name the the second black Supreme Court judge. <laughs> That guy, not Thurgood Marshall, the guy that came in after Thurgood Marshall. Anyways, the the girl, the lady, uh, Anita Hill, who came out uh, about him and how he messed with her, and how didn't he get with Kamari when she was a teen? See, I ain't know that. Ooh, Russell, he got with her when she was like barely. I, she was a teenager. I yes. remember that. Mm. Yes. Come on, son. And so, anyway, she talked about how she saw that, and then she saw that about the uh, the the, uh, the beauty queen, the um, the beauty pageant queen, that was raped by Mike Tyson. She talked about how you know she saw you know black people's reaction to the both of those, and how they was like they was kind of they was very dismissive, I'm like well, what 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 what's she gonna do all that for? You know, you know, basically what niggas did when uh the whole R. Kelly and Bill Cosby shit. You know, what well, they're yeah. trying to take a black man down. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, they did. They started dating when she just turned seventeen. Oh wow. She's barely forty five. This nigga's sixty two going on sixty three. Anyway, but um back to the Nita what I was saying about Nita Hill is I talked to my mom about this. She was talking about, you know, their reaction when when, when at the time was like when he she just now I told I was talking to her, I was like, I don't you know, the whole thing about well, why didn't she come out sooner or whatever? Cause she was saying like, you know, the reason why we was feeling some type of way is because at the time, like him being like the second d- d- black guy to come in as the Supreme Court judge, and for her to come in and say what she had to say, it was just kind of like a damn moment because, yeah, you know, like she said, she, she said her words, she was like, you know, you know, all we saw was just Michael and Goodtime saying he was gonna be in Supreme Court, so you know, all we thought we had was just Thurgood Marshall, and that was it. So for him to, to finally come in and get something, you know, that's what they was like, well, why didn't he say it before? But, um, I mean, now you know, in retrospect, it's like I mean, I could under—I could see it being like that. Oh, you know, we just—we just now getting somewhere, and now somebody gonna take the black man down thing. Then, but now it's just like it's just like you know, we—I mean, I ain't saying we good. We 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 far from good, but it's just like now. I think we ought to know to bring the awareness that we should listen to victims, especially like black, black female victims, especially because why we, why we, why every time a black woman brings up some shit and it's about a black man in power that we always got to have a side eye, especially now. But anyway, back to that's, that was basically why she felt, why she didn't want to go out, come out about Russell Simmons. Cause you know, he was Russell Simmons. And then, then they showed some other cases and where he like it was some of these other uh, female like um, these these women that were um coming out about saying what what he did to them, and it was just one lady um 
who was a part of this group called the Mercedes Ladies. There was like a like a little female rap group in the early early eighties, and they was trying to get on, and they hit up Russell, and Russell was like, "Yeah, I want to, you know, I'm a manager or whatever," and so he ends up get basically he ends up getting her into the same predicament, like, "Hey, you want to listen to this tape or whatever?" And she's like, "Cool." Or whatever, we hanging out, and the next thing you know, he raped me. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like she, like they was, he was, she was at his at his house or whatever, and this was like the early eighties. So he'd been doing this shit. How the and fuck then, this little scrawny ass fucking turtle head nigga raping all these bitches? I don't understand women. Turtle I don't head understand. Nigga. <laughs> and bro, so then he mad like. He seemed mad fucking chill. That's why I'm like, damn, bro. I didn't know this nigga was like a dude. Well, they, so they, they, they were showing some footage, and I was like, I mean, but then again, I mean, it's just, but okay. But anyway, but the next thing, there was another one. Her name was, um, never watch Run's house. Run ain't do it. He was on there a lot. I just remember that. I just remember him being on there and just like how he seemed, and you know, he didn't seem like he was, uh, like that. Yeah. So then there was a um. So then there was another lady, um, Scylla, Scylla Abrams. She was a uh, model, and uh, she used to date Russell like years before. But then you know they eventually broke it off or whatever, and they met up again. They they was as friends. They was at a bar, and she was like, "Oh, you don't drink no more." He's like, "Nah, I stopped drinking, whatever." And she was like, "Yeah, I thought we, you know, we used to hang out back in the day. We used to party, party, and whatever." And so then they was talking or whatever. And then she was like, yeah, I got a boyfriend now and all this, you know, yada, yada, yada. And he told her, like, something. He said some shit. He was like, he was like, I I, I won't, like, like that is your pussy. I won't take it from you. I, I won't, whatever. <laughs> something like, he said something like that. Like, that's, he literally said, he said something, something, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And so she, at that so at that point, she was like, "Okay, I'm I want to go home." So he took a he she thought he was taking her home, but she but he took her to to his house, and so she was uh. like, "Okay, this is weird, but you know, I get but we cool, so I guess we I guess it's all right." So then next thing you know, she she's she I guess she was kind of tipsy, so she just went to sleep. Next thing you know, he on top of him. And, and that drove her to like she 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 attempted suicide and all this shit. It was fucked up, and she she left the model, the the model industry after that. Too. It fucked up so bad. And so back to uh, Drew Dixon, she talked about how after that she you know she went through what she went through. She felt like she could come back. So what she ended up doing is she ended up working for Arista Records. And you know if you know Arista Records, Arista Records had. Like a re- like a, like basically a, a lot of Aretha's comeback records came on that label. Um, oh, Whitney Houston, she was on that label. A lot of like a lot of like famous like like a lot of eighties R and B singers was on that label and shit. And so she got like plaques for uh, "My Love Is Your Love" by Whitney Houston, Lauren Hill's um, "Miseducation" of Lauren Hill. She got plaques for "Roses Still a Rose" by Aretha Franklin. And uh, she got a plaque for Supernatural by Santana. And she was really cool with Clive Davis, because Clive Davis was the CEO of Arista Records. Like, he was the founder and whatnot. And they were real cool. And then he and then he decided to, like, step down, and then guess who came in to replace him? Damn. L.A. Reid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nasty, no. man. Nasty. <laughs> you see why baby face and him don't hang out no more. Mm. Anyway. Ooh. 
Ellie so, Reed, that's a nasty nigga, bro. So Ellie Reed came in. She was like, "How the whole vibe changed when he when he came in." So she, um, he would basically try to be like, "Hey, we should go out to dinner sometime." And she was like, "Nah, I'm all right." And she, he kept asking her, and she would be like, "Nah, I'm all right." So then it got to the point where like he would just he just got pissed off and would just be dismissive of her at all at all the time because I guess he I guess in quote he couldn't get what he wanted out of her or whatever. So. She would try to audition new talent and try to get him to like the the, the, the he would try, he would try to get him to like to listen and pay attention or whatever and he would be like nah bro I don't, I don't care I don't, I don't anything basically he was like anything you got to tell me I don't give a fuck because you ain't give me what I want and so and it, she raised she raised something I did not know so she she got Kanye his his an audition at Arista for L A Reid and then he auditioned. And Ellie Reed was like, "Nigga, you, nigga, this is a waste of my time. What, what, why, why you brought this nigga in here for?" And so he in the hallway, Kanye in the hallway crying and shit. And she, and she got to go over there and tell him, "Sorry, you ain't get it. You, you know, whatever." And then also John Legend, because what she did for John Legend is, um, they she she tried to hold this little like a uh, performance for him in, in this like this little auditorium and she was gonna get like LA and a couple other people to come to watch and LA didn't show up and he told all his people not to show up either and she was the only one that showed up and watched them perform and she had to tell them at the end of the day that they didn't get the deal. So at that point she said fuck this shit I'm leaving the music industry altogether and it wasn't until after like what what really sparked her, like many, I could imagine, what sparked her to like say give her story was uh, the Harvey Weinstein after the Harvey Weinstein shit and all the people that came out against people related to him and all this shit, you know, then Kevin Spacey and all that bullshit, and that's what inspired oh. her to say what she wanted to say, and she, like I said, she she expected the backlash because she was afraid of that. Cause I'm like, and then they brought that's when they brought up the point about how, you know. This whole thing of feeling like you have to protect the, the race regardless, even if it's like to your own detriment or whatever. It's like, yeah, you got it's because it's like, because it's like, okay, you, the person was raped, but then, oh, we it's like, why, why can't I say that I was, you know, raped by this person because he's a black guy that's in power? And then they brought up the facts, they brought up the thing about, you know, black people, black men's history and being looked at as the the end like looked at as evil and like the monster and all this and how they how sexual like misconduct is related to like race and how you know white women blame black men of you know raping them and how they were killed and all this shit. They brought up they brought up some good points and they brought up about how, you know like because like you have like people like like Bill Cosby and then you have people like Cause you know, like with Bill Cosby, like what did they say? Oh, he just bought NBC. He tried to buy NBC. They trying to take him down. Oh, why? Why are they trying to bring down our killer? He ain't do nothing. Oh, they trying to bring down this person. It's like why every time, like y'all want to bring it. Like it's like when people bring up like the Weinstein show. Why you ain't focused on Weinstein or whatever? It's like well, why every time a black woman claim, you know, says says that they were raped by this this guy, you have to you have to put out whoa, 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 why are you trying to take him down? Why are you trying to do this or whatever? It's just like why like why is that a thing? Yeah. She even felt that too. Like, you know, I shouldn't say this about Russell because I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a black man down or whatever. I'm feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm trading my race or whatever. And it's like at this point we shouldn't feel like that. Especially now. Bro, niggas can be uh-huh. assholes 
Like, I love black people, but, like, I fucking hate Ian Connor. I hate his rapey ass so much. And well, niggas will not... Niggas will not fucking, um... Bro, all them Playboy Cardi niggas, they be like, yo, bro, he didn't do that. And I'm like, no, you, I don't give a fuck if the nigga dressed good. The nigga's a rapist. Like, 20, 20 plus girls is saying this, bro. Like, why would 20 plus girls lie on this nigga? And he don't even nah, rap. Wait, wait, wait. What happened with the incarnate? Well, well, I have no knowledge of this. Nigga's just a big rapist. Ooh. And, like, they're... He's like one of them ASAP. Bro, all the really low key, all them ASAP niggas is kind of rapey. Yeah. Like, it's like, who are we talking about? All right, there's ASAP Bari, the niggas are rape, like rapey. Uh, Ian Connor, the niggas actually a rapist. Um, Ian Connor's basically like a model or some shit. He got on, he was one of them things where he got on with Kanye and, you know, white kids eat that shit up because he's a black guy that dresses kind of cool and he has dreads. Um, wasn't there a, I don't remember who it was, but I remember it was somebody who was in ASAP and there was a video that came out of them and it's like he, he, there was a girl in bed with one of his friends and he came into the room and he's like, oh no, nah, you can't sit there and fuck the homie. You got to fuck me too. And yeah. That's her hard. Out of the bed and, uh, I remember like, that. Threw, like literally that's... pushed her into the bathroom. Like it made it seem like, and she, she did not want to go. And it may seem like that nigga was like, basically like he fucking raped her. Bro, that's the nigga that make V Lone. Like, bro, you trash. V Lone is fucking trash. ASAP Barry, say his name. ASAP Barry. Yeah. ASAP Barry. Hey, you can keep this in, Steven. ASAP Barry, if I see you, nigga, I'm gonna slap you in your fucking fat ass face, bro. <laughs> Lone is trash. This, this is trash. You can't. This nigga got a private page. But I say he got a private page. Hiding. You hiding. Pussy boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nigga too. But off white. Keep it a Virgil. Keep it two Virgies. If you see, see a Virgil in here, I'll pussy. <laughs> yeah, bro, the nigga ASAP Rocky used to have fucking like in in the middle of school orgies. Like the nigga would just like dip out at school and have orgies. I'm not saying that orgies is bad, but it's a little weird. For that is weird, old, bro. Like to be a be like a kid doing that, and like y'all yeah. cool with it. I mean, then again, Lil Wayne got his dick sucked by a grown woman when he was 11 years old. Oh, right. y'all seen the Lil Wayne documentary? That's a fact. That's about a fact. They used to show it on Fuse all the time. Yeah, bro. The behind God, that damn. behind that music. Yes. No, no. Lucy, it you and Nancy. It was like it was like the Carter. It, this was like when the Carter Three came out. I think. Mm-hmm. Was it for the Carter? Like, was it like, like one of those things that's in the? Nah, I don't think so. I just remember they used to show it on Fuse all the time. But anyway, yeah, yeah, all them ASAP niggas. I don't, you know, that, I always thought there was something fishy about them niggas anyway. Especially Virgil, too. Virgil, you you a weird, weird nigga, bro. Like, like I wouldn't any, even talk that shit. I don't want to say any, but name it just... Is Virgil? <laughs> I know some Virgil. Right. Don't, do don't do that. The nigga, he nigga got the same name as Static Shock. <laughs> especially you know now i'm starting to look i always i i shouldn't but i just have a side eye for like a lot of like these black celebrities or black artists that like mostly have white fan bases like at least in that and then but like not like country artists and shit but like motherfuckers like them asap niggas and all them shit like i'm just like all right y'all niggas yeah, yeah, like it's just like they got like a like it's just something about them niggas I don't like. 
Yeah. Like, like I said, Virgil too, and then I don't want to say Kid Cudi because black people love Kid Cudi, but um, I like Kid Cudi, but um, yeah, it's just like That's Travis true. and them, like them niggas that like only like really like they don't really like you don't really see no people black people you don't really see no colored people in their music videos and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and it's weird because it's like off white like, on white. I I just I just feel like it's so weird because it's like no one. Like it's like no, they're not making white music, but it's like white yeah. people like gravitate to it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's that fashion shit. Y'all fashion niggas be weird. It might be that. Fa- yeah, that's probably what it is. Is that fashion shit? Because them niggas. I ain't trying to. I'm. I don't know. Because remember, remember when ASAP wore a dress and niggas was like, <laughs> was hot. <laughs> niggas was hot. <laughs> looking for that shit. Bro, they tried Fucking to eat him uh, alive. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's photographer. Oh yeah, yeah. That nigga just privated his page and made it to where you can't comment shit or anything. Hello, women came out and said I like about him. Something about them niggas, bro. I told, see, like you photography niggas too. Like, you weird. I hate, to this, I hate to put this on Yay, but any of them niggas I'm made like, the game at this point. Shit. Nah, I, I, bitch, I, I, you fucking I ain't me. with it. It, 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 it yeah. like, I, like I said, I hate to put this on Yay, but like a lot of them niggas were. Like associated with yeah, they got some type of some some suspicious going on with them. Blood sacrifice, bro. Watch the DVD. <laughs> like maybe that's why Jay Z stopped messing with them. Like <laughs> you on some dog shit, yeah. I, I love you as a brother, but nigga, I can't get down with Satan. I got too many Basquiat. Yeah, c- Cutty stopped hanging out with you. Too Ye. many Basquiat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, too many Basquiat. Too high. I like. I like all of those little, like, ending things at the end of my videos where I, like, use clips from the podcast and put it at the end, but nothing is funnier than that. You're scaring the Basquiat off the wall. The <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, shit. Like- hold up. Hold up. I'm sorry. Bro, that video series y'all did, that shit was so good. Oh, thank you, son. We, like... That was we did that on a whim. Like we um we went in a call one night and I was like, yo, we should do that. And then like we went to bed and I woke up and I said, yo, we should not for real. I know we was just talking last night, but we should do that one day. And then the homie starts it up. He was like, yo, the anniversary is in like a week. And I said, huh? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody like everybody got hyped. They was like, fuck, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, we doing it? We going right now? Like, yeah, let's oh, go. Like, right now, right now? Son. Everybody was, produced their videos insanely fast. They was ready. <laughs> yeah, so my video was my video was ready for like four days before it came out. Damn. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. Um, the duck guy, I like seen him before, but I was like, at first I was like, damn, this text of speech thing is weird. But it it was like, nah, I'm used to it. Like I I, I watched that video and I was like, nah, I'm all right. <laughs> it's uh, that's my that's my guy. He's the one that finds all the like nice looking footage for the videos. Oh, like yeah. that, that's the that's the plug. He always he always he always. Yo, he he he, he, he got in the uh he got in the way he he, he um he can bring out some uh stems from from uh, multi tracks from um stems. No, some some, some multi tracks from some uh popular songs. He kind of way he can get them. Yo, during this whole Maybe quarantine, him, but I think I got a guy. Cause like it's a website that I've been getting a lot of these uh, multi tracks from. I'm gonna cut this part. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. I may yeah, or may not yeah. this part, but uh, yeah, and I've I've gotten like Earth, Wind, and Fires, Boogie Wonderland, the entire Off the Wall album, um, mm. Janet Jackson, Marvin Gaye. That Boogie Wonderland one must be nuts. It's like so many background. I ain't gonna pull it up right now, but it's like I'll probably send it later. But it's like so many background vocals and shit. I'm like, yo, how do y'all niggas like? And see, and I've learned like what niggas will do, especially back then, is like they'll just like double up like a like a, a certain instrument to make the song sound like bigger. So like, say if somebody recorded like some drums or some shit, they'd be like, all right, well, record over them drums. Like, we'll, we'll make a copy of them drums, put it on another tape, and then just and then just double like make this turn the shit up up even louder and shit. I'm like, oh, y'all niggas was tricky. Mm. You know what? You know what this is reminding me of. Um... Like I said, I've watched oh. the disgusting amount of Family Guy. What what happened? I also got a uh, Family Feud by Jay Z and Beyonce. Y'all ain't hear that? Ha 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 ha! That's illegal, bro. You're not supposed to have that. <laughs> <laughs> they got it on the website. And I got it. I got Deja Vu by Beyonce too. Alright, alright, bro. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> I don't want that <laughs> Jay Smoke. I don't want that Bonnie and Clyde Smoke. <laughs> so like. Like I said, I've been watching like a nasty, disgusting amount of Family Guy, and it got to the point where I really wanted to know how it was made. So I brought the book, I brought the Family Guy art book, um, and I have it. And I was reading it, and because we're talking about like stems and music and shit. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, they told Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane was the youngest show. He's the young youngest showrunner in like television history. He's like 24 when he sold Family Guy. Mm-hmm. And they told him, they like, yo, we're gonna do it. We love it. We're gonna give you the bread. We're gonna make this cartoon. But um, we want to premiere it in front of the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl is in eight months. And he Damn. was like, he's like, okay. <laughs> so they start they start off, mind you, they didn't have like a writing crew, they didn't even cast yet, bro. Like they had absolutely nothing. So he um they go around, they try to get the writing crew or whatever. When they finally get the guy that does the theme song, they were so under budget, like Fox didn't want to pay for an orchestra. So what happened was Seth McFarlane, Seth McFarlane and the crew, the cast, they recorded their vocals, I think. And then, like, no, 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 that's not, that's not how it happened. Seth McFarlane went to the dude's house. He went to the, the, the uh, musician's house, the composer's house. The composer had a couple of his homies over there, and, like, they recorded the theme song like that. Like, one person did the trumpet, and then, like, they would do another trumpet. And another trumpet, and then like that person would leave, the person on the drums would come in. Like they recorded the entire theme song like that, and like just like this guy's crib. And they wow. never re-recorded it. So that version that we that you hear for like the past 20 years is like recorded in like his crib. Wow. And, like, every time dude is like, because they have an orchestra now, obviously. The dude is like, yo, we could redo this. And Seth McFarlane's like, no. It's like a staple of like how far we come. Like I'm not gonna replace it. I never knew that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, the Family Guy, like the the music on Family Guy, is, like beautiful. So the fact that like they like did all that in the crib is like insane. Yeah, they have they really have a good um with their background music and everything like that. They really have a good uh like a good vibe to it. I like. I think if it was something different, it wouldn't be the same. 
Yeah, I think that they sure. said they were nominated for a Grammy because of that, because of their Not, songs. It, it, it got nominated for a Grammy because of that album they did. They did a whole they, like they did like a comedy album. I'm gonna have to listen to that theme song again because they must have mixed that shit pretty good. Because I'm like. <laughs> Prince recorded like like his first few albums, like not his first few. He he, he recorded like the nineteen ninety nine album in his house, and you can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like you like all right, nigga, you could have mixed this shit a little better, but okay. Yeah, okay, I mean, I'm... you're not you're not going you're not going to hear it in the vocals, but the, it's the instruments. Yeah, because they they re recorded the vocals a couple times over okay. the years, but those those instruments exactly the same. All of that. Exactly the same. Alright, this is the only one I'm gonna play on here. <laughs> is that the layer just like niggas going? Oh. Hold on, let me play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's it. Anyway, the file is so the file is so big that like I had to put the vocals in in a separate file. Like that shit like took up so much space on like this FL this version of FL Studio I have. But yeah, Mm. niggas niggas use layers and layers and layers. That's why that album sounds so fucking full. But anyway, back to the (laughs) to the to the podcast. Um, So what was we gonna talk? Okay, I talked about Russell Simmons. Yeah, fuck Russell Simmons. Get that nigga out of here. Um, stop hiding, nigga. We know you done converted to Buddhism, but you're going to have to um, pay for what you did somehow, in some way. I slapped the fuck out of him, too, bro. I'm going to slap the fuck core. Let's just hope, let's just hope and pray Rick Rubin ain't do nothing crazy. Because that's uh-huh. the only... That shit would make me sick, bro. Ricky, I'd be, be sick if you do so. Because I'm like, yo, bro, you literally like, you literally the reason why 808 like like trap music exists. You the guru, bro. You can't in the lowest the keys because in the highest the keys because if you listen to like Beastie Boys first record, you like, damn, this shit sounds like some trap shit, low key. Like the bass and shit, like the way yeah, the bass a, is going. There's a, there's a couple. They, oh. if if you find out that they nasty, please don't tell me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to find. I ain't gonna... See, I, I wasn't too hurt about Russell Simmons. I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, Russell Simmons, you are the. Go-. Like, I, I, I was like, all right, nigga, if you did shit, you did shit. Fuck out of Nikki, Nikki, you gotta pay for what you did. Cause, <laughs> yeah, um, and stop support. And if we're gonna say Black Lives Matter, then actually mean it. Black, I'm, I'm talking to, I'm talking to straight black men, because them niggas be like, because like some people was bringing up the fact like, okay, if I go say Black Lives Matter, then I didn't actually mean it. Don't just say these specific black people's lives matter, because y'all just gonna, if y'all gonna say that, acknowledge the, the black trans people that 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 lost their lives, acknowledge, acknowledge the the gay black men that have lost their lives and knowledge the gay black women that have lost their lives. Like you're gonna, if you're gonna like, don't like be inclusive. Don't just don't put your bigotry in front of you only in front of you supporting every type of black person. Like it's like, why are you gonna 
only bring up these certain people if you're such if you're such a person that loves black people or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And especially those who are so so protective over R. Kelly and shit. And it's like, well, nigga, those were black girls that those were little black girls that fell victim to him. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna blame the parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, some little black girl's life was ruined by this man. Yeah. You just claim they care so much. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right. It's like, yo, don't pick and choose. Like, yo, uh, yeah, but as long as it's not, you know, somebody that I really care about. As long as, as long as like, uh, not not Mr. Ignition, he he can't do anything wrong. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right. It's like, yo, if 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 you really for all things black and everybody black, then you gotta be that for real. Like all of that prejudice stuff, that stuff is it, corny, bro. It's all so corny. Like orientation, like. It don't matter like what the person like identify as like they're black. You feel me? Like right. That's just the bottom line. Like what? I don't understand what's so difficult about like, any of that. But it's literally like that thing when like um like I guess they still because th- it's just like it reminds me of like back in the fifties when the whole Rosa Parks thing and how there was many other people who there's not a many but there was quite a few people that said that. They get they didn't give up their seat before her, and there was this one specific case where it was this girl who was like 15 and she had a child young, and it was by a guy that was married. Oh, I remember that. And they didn't use her; that. they used Rosa Parks' example instead because they felt like she was more of a better example for black people. Which, in that time, I can understand, but in the retrospect, it's just like, yeah, y'all really just pick and choose who y'all want to to care about. Yeah. Cause you looking at her like she a bad look, but she part of y'all. She part of us. You feel me? She she trying to do the exact same thing. And it ain't you know like I mean? it, it like, ain't like like having like a like a teen pregnancy ain't even like race exclusive really either. So no, at all, bro. Whatsoever. That happens all across the board. Like exactly. Like yeah, it's that's just not dumb. even like. That's not even like an income thing. You feel me? Like, that's not a neighborhood thing. Like, that happens. That can happen literally anywhere. Rich boy. It happened to Sarah Taylor's dog. You did. Mm-hmm. I remember that job. That job was that was so wild. Cause like it was like, damn, they really just. I know John McCain was looking like, bitch, what the fuck? Hey, hey, hey! Get out of my campaign! God damn! <laughs> like, y'all yeah, like what this? you doing, yo? Hey, Shawty, you gotta go. You and your daughter. Did you guys see the uh, um, documentary on Jeffrey Epstein? So this episode ran for about four hours long, so I decided to split it in two. Part two will come in about a few days, so stay tuned.